0: Everybody out there in Snarf Talk world, we're back. We are back.
1: It's another week, and I'm, I feel like I'm being hugged by the podcast world again.
0: Two weeks out, we were uh, live. Last that weird live two weeks ago, we still had our podcast. We still had an audio podcast. Top ten Denzel Washington movies, and what a doozy that was. Oh
1: gosh, I love. If you're a fan of
0: Denzel, you should go on uh, on your podcast app and check that out. Yes, it was a good one. And I will be posting the video to Facebook and everything for everybody interested in that. Um, We will take this moment to say hello. Hello. To the Twitch community. We are now uh, live streaming. We have three platforms. Not only have Facebook and YouTube, but we have taken the Twitch verse by storm. You know, there's
1: some people that like to watch gaming videos on Twitch. They're going to transition over to watching Snarf Talk videos. Yeah. I just feel like it'll be... A little more exciting
0: and if we get some like more serious twitch action yeah maybe we'll talk a lot about video games Ooh, we'll twitch it up we both love them
1: i yeah, i do I, you know i haven't played very many video games in the last five or six years i would say but
0: the I'm... last one i played full through was the uh the jedi uh, jedi outcast
1: oh i haven't played that what's that
0: not jedi outcast the no. new the new jedi game
1: yes I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember the name of it. I know. Um, I haven't played that at all, and I really
0: need to. It's a really great game. So, yeah, we're here on Twitch. Um, Welcome to everybody coming back to us on Facebook and all those platforms. Uh, Take a minute, please. Like and share this video. If you're watching on Facebook or YouTube especially, hit the share button.
1: Yes. I know it's annoying that people say that on social media stuff, like like and share. Oh, smash that like button, bro. We're not trying to be like that, but sharing but a video. But seriously,
0: smash that like
1: button. Yeah, bro. but sharing the video is huge. I mean, even one share can uh, garner a yeah, lot of Yeah, we had views, even just three
0: shares last week, and it pushed us like over 1,200 yeah. uh, views a lot. on Facebook alone. Yeah, so
1: that's legit, bro.
0: That's legit. Fall in order. Thank you, Nolan.
1: Oh, fall, fall in order. order. Thanks, Nolan. You're already watching. And it's got nice the dude from... Uh,
0: you know the guy from Shameless," he plays uh, the Jedi, the guy from:
1: There's a lot of people that are in Shameless.:
0: <laughs> The guy the drunk guy, the guy from Gotham that plays like the, the Joker. Oh yeah, of. yeah. Cameron uh, Moynihan. Yeah, he was a
1: lip, wasn't he? or: No, no, Crumb or yeah. nose, something Ear, like that something like that. What's his name on Shameless? It's something like that.
0: Uh, no, it's a normal name, and I can't remember it.:
1: I don't think it's normal. nothing in that show was normal no
0: that's true um so anyway this week we have uh plenty of stuff to catch up on i've been on on vacation so we're gonna do a little talk and review about uh you've
1: literally just disappeared yeah for 10 days nobody knew where you were we were all very concerned didn't answer my phone no answered nothing it was concerning. I didn't enjoy it.
0: So we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Universal Studios. That's where I was. Um, you were down in sunny Florida, and then um, Ian Dirk, my my college roommate and one of my good friends, Dirk said his name was Ian, and that is what Ian.
1: He was. It was. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, I thought it was a much weirder name than that.
0: <laughs> um, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to do some news and uh, some what we're watching. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff I've been watching, and we oh. got a
1: we got a thing. An yeah, article. I from, have a
0: great right? article. We're going to talk about the highest-grossing uh, entertainment and media franchises, and where they and fall, it's a doozy. Uh, where they fall on the list?
1: Completely different than what you would think.
0: Yeah, there's some real shock. Apparently,
1: that's what you've been telling me. And I you don't, don't know what's any on of there. Them, yeah. yeah,
0: there's some shocks, some awes. Really? Some oohs? Maybe a few ooze. What about an ah? No ah's, but some ooh la las. <laughs>
1: I love a good ooh la la.
0: It's not said enough.
1: It's really not. I'm going to say it more at home.
0: You're just going to walk I around think and be like, ooh la la.
1: Yeah, I th- really think it could spice up my marriage. Ooh, Amy.
0: Those are some great looking <laughs> spaghettios. Ooh la la. Ooh la
1: la. I like those ABCs. <laughs> are those meatballs? Ooh la la.
0: I tell you what, I've, me and Marley have been doing a home chef lately. Not an What's endorsement. That? Um, it's a meal like where they come in the mail. Oh, this like stuff. a blue apron like or blue a hello apron. fresh. Yes, like that, but cheaper. Okay. And a little less work.
1: It's like an Aldi brand.
0: I guess. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, it's it's still hard for me because mm-hmm. I'm cheap in the core.
1: Are you pretty cheap? I don't think you are.
0: It is expensive, but it's not it's not terribly expensive. It's still cheaper than eating out, which we would do yeah. a lot more if we didn't do this
1: or if there wasn't a national pandemic where it shut everything down oh, and you can't eat out I don't I don't play by those rules anymore I understand <laughs> but there was a lot of things that are closed that you still cannot go to eat at
0: But it's pretty good I enjoy it uh, there's a lot of variety and it's like I think it's like 20 bucks for a meal that feeds four two or four people I can't remember Well,
1: That's pretty cheap Yeah
0: it, I think it feeds two people we we were doing the four for a while but then none of the kids would eat anything Oh. that we got, so we'd end up making food for
1: them anyway. Gosh, it's so aggravating. So we're
0: getting like two meals. Kids are the worst. So tonight I had a uh, a green chili pork meatloaf <sighs> with a...
1: That's your favorite.
0: No, I, I like regular regular meatloaf, not pork meatloaf, but
1: this was good too. Oh, well, you were just telling me about a meatloaf yes, a couple weeks I mean, ago. Yes, that was
0: really good. Uh, so anyway, it was a green chili pork meatloaf with a... Honey Dijon sauce. Ooh, I love that. And same pan-fried cabbage and Brussels sprouts.
1: That sounds great. It was great. Let me ask you, what is people's problem with meatloaf? I feel like there are a lot of people out there that say they don't like meatloaf. My grandpa hates it.
0: It's my favorite food.
1: I I really thoroughly enjoy it. I would not say it's my favorite. There are other things that are better.
0: Ever since I was a small child on uh-huh. my birthday, yes. my mom would... I would get to request what I wanted for dinner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And ever since I was a kid until I left that house, meatloaf every year. Really? That's what I got for my birthday. It's my favorite food. No kidding. Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll make you a meatloaf for your birthday. It's coming up.
0: I'm pretty picky. It's very close. On my loaves.
1: On your loaves, your loaves of meat. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why people don't like it. I think it is great. I love meatloaf. Do you like mashed potatoes with it? Or nah. a potato with it. Yeah. I feel like I have to have mashed potatoes with a meatloaf. No, I want I to dip it in there. But then again, to be fair, I I want a potato all the time. You brush your teeth with them. I would literally cover my body in mashed potatoes if I could. <laughs> I don't know why I would do that, but I feel like I, I would do that. You know, Just to live in it.
0: When you're Just at home, walk in the bed lo- bedroom,
1: mashed something. potatoes, say, ooh-la-la. La. Yeah, ooh-la-la, la, mashed potato monster. <laughs> Um, I do love potatoes, but I just don't know why people don't like meatloaf. I think it's really good. It's just like you, if you like ground beef, why wouldn't you like it in a loaf form? How many
0: other foods have catchphrases? Like don't let your meatloaf.
1: Is that, that? I I have, but I didn't know that was like a,
0: it's a catchphrase to who (laughs) to meatloaf. (laughs) It's a catchphrase for you. It's one of those dad jokes. Like, hey, don't let your
1: meatloaf. <laughs> Real knee slapper he got there. Um, yeah, so you were in Universal Studios. So what about it? Is um, it still Are we doing fun?
0: that or the news first?
1: Um, I don't care. I can do the news.
0: Yeah, let's jump into some
1: news. Okay. Right yeah. away.
0: Because I've been gone.
1: I know. And I haven't seen
0: any news. I haven't followed the news. Listen
1: up. There's some big news that has to do with the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah, I knew you were going to go to this one.
1: I'm gonna right off the bat, right off the top, we're going to talk about it. But uh, Gina Carano, she played uh, Cara Dune. Yeah, um, has been let go, axed, fired, dumped, canceled to the curb. Yes, definitely canceled in this cancel culture because of some things she said on social media about some
0: pretty unoffensive things.
1: Yeah. I'm not even going to get into it. You could you guys can google it and find out what she said. It's to me it was kind of like whatever uh, but well,
0: it was definitely what it, it yeah. was very mild by it, even anybody's standards.
1: Yes, well, a lot of people's standards. But apparently there's a lot of people's standards that get offended by everything and she offended a lot of people. She and then there was let, a listen. trending hashtag that said like, you know, fire Kara or fired Gina or something like that. And Disney came out and said it was abhorrent on what she said and they can't stand by any of it. And she was kicked to the curb.
0: All she said was during world war II, the Nazis, uh, it was, the Nazis were able to persecute the Jews, not by outright them persecuting them at first. She right. said it, they, built a culture of hatred so that the neighbors turned on them.
1: Right. And that, it was shorter than that. She was like, the culture that we're building is similar to what the Nazis did to the Jews. It yeah, was something like that.
0: that. Basically, the point of it was being like, hey, love your neighbor. Yeah. So that, that was, it's in no way offensive. Nobody was offended by it. I mean, is it a shit stupid comparison? Yes.
1: It was because she typed the word Nazi. Okay. That's it. That's why. I, get, I mean, that's but why people, people got do offended. do that all the time. I think that's why people the got offended. The
0: reason why she got canceled is because she is a conservative. Repo- yeah,
1: <laughs> she is. And she had typed something that offended people in November as well. Um, and She made
0: fun of the mask mandate. That's what, all. That's was all that what it was? was? Yeah.
1: Whatever it was, it canceled her show. They were going to have a show dedicated to her on Disney+. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they canceled the show because of what she typed out on social media in November. And now they've literally cut ties from her at all.
0: The funny thing about it is Pedro Pascal himself in 2018 also made a Holocaust uh, tweet. Really? That had a picture of kids in cages. And then it had a picture of Jews in cages during the Holocaust. And it compared what we're what? doing now to what the Nazis did. Close on the borders and But whatnot. the picture... Was not it was from 2010, and it wasn't a picture of kids in cages in the context of immigration. (laughs) So now there's huge hashtags to fire him because it's it's hypocrisy. Yes,
1: it absolutely is. I didn't know that that they were doing that. Um, But there's also a big push now that of people on Gina. uh, What's her last name? Carano. Carano on her side that are putting out a hashtag that says cancel Disney plus like everybody canceled their membership or their uh, what's not a membership subscription to Disney plus they want people to get rid of it so apparently people are starting to get rid of Disney plus but that leads me into my next little news article okay
0: well I'm not done talking about okay
1: because okay. I'm not
0: gonna get too in-depth in the ins and outs of it and my opinions I think everybody has whatever opinion. I hate cancel culture. So I don't do I. Think she did anything that deserves it, and I think. And she's why being- can't
1: you have free speech? Are you going to go like just if you went to the gas station and the guy behind the counter had an opinion on what you were buying and it offended you? Are are people going to ask for him to get his to lose his job or are people going to go to Walmart and get people fired over what they were doing? Like, is the that's not as big of a deal. I don't think people pay attention to that kind of stuff as much as they do these celebrities, and they just immediately want to ruin their lives, like just immediately take them down to a point where they don't get a job anymore. And I think that's really messed up.
0: It is messed up, and whatever. There's all the opinions on that. But I will say it's an at-will employment job, okay? You're yes. in the in position... A millions of dollars a year working for Disney position. You know, I understand she shouldn't have to censor herself, but maybe for your own sense You're of right, security, yes. you just...
1: Don't say those don't things. Don't. Just stop. It's very easy to not put stuff on social media. And the other thing, Because I don't.
0: I, I don't. You can't... Can you really yell, stand on a soapbox and yell, that's not right, they shouldn't be able to fire her while well, at the same time, saying football teams should be able to fire people for kneeling during the national anthem, right? I mean, it's at no, will that's em- a very good it's point. at will employment, right? So, yeah. I mean, you know your employer, I guess. I mean, it, it sucks that that's the situation we're in. I'm not that's what I was say. That, It sucks
1: that that's the culture we have, is that you can just get people removed because you didn't like what they said in their personal life. That's dumb.
0: Well, and it wasn't really that offensive. I mean, no, it would be one thing it if wasn't. it was offensive, but it's really not.
1: And there have been people that have said some really bad things that got fired because of it. This was not one of those cases, I don't think. And to remove her from a, an entire series and I don't know. That, I don't, be, that
0: being said, do I really care that much? No.
1: Am I um, going to cancel Disney Plus? Absolutely not. No,
0: I'm not. And also. It's like, so
1: ridiculous. They All really don't people. need her. She
0: should have known that. They don't really need her no. on that show.
1: No. She was a secondary character. She played her role. Now it's over and see you later. Sorry. But there are so many people out there right now that are like, yeah, I'm going to cancel Disney Plus because what they did to this you know, conservative, I'm going to stand behind it. And then tomorrow when their kid says, I want to watch a show, you're going to get Disney plus back because your child is going to ruin your life if you don't. Right. So all of these people are going to cancel their subscription for like three days and then they're going to get it back on a Saturday and Sunday because they have to be at home with their family and realize, oh, crap, they really like those shows <laughs> and they're all going to get them back. So it's really dumb. It, in this, the whole cancel Disney plus thing, it's not going to affect them in the slightest. Because are you done with what you wanted to say? Yes. Disney Plus came out and put out like what their subscription, like the amount of subscriptions they have, and they hit they hit ninety four point nine million subscribers in December. Jesus uh, Christ! Which uh it, no, it says in the final quarter of twenty twenty, but it happened right before Christmas in December. Uh, and the company's target of ninety million signups was by twenty twenty four, and they surpassed that in December of 2020, which is just 13 months after they released the app. They came out November of 2019. In December of 2020, they surpassed their five-year goal. That's insane.
0: It is insane.
1: And apparently in India, they they partnered with a streaming platform in India. And right now, India is holding 26% of their subscriptions when they came out. In March of 2020, they came out with this, uh, the streaming app. It was like, if you download the streaming app, you automatically get Disney. So they're counting those as subscribers, but they came out specifically in India with this and 26% of their subscribers right now all came from India since March. Wow. That's a huge, huge number. And then when soul released in December of this year, or, uh, yeah, it was in December they gained 8.1 million subscribers. That's crazy. Isn't it insane? Yeah. Like that is an enormous amount of people that have this app. And I only watch it for like two things. I know. Me too. (laughs) That's that's the problem. I mean, even... My kids
0: watch it all the time though.
1: Honestly, the boys... My kids don't. The boys don't. Every once in a while, we'll watch some shows on there. And I was trying to get Grady to watch. He watched all the Star Wars movies. But other than that, like they don't really watch it day in and day out. We have to like coax them into watching something on Disney. Otherwise, I'm I'm the one who's watching Disney only because of the Marvel stuff. Yeah. And Star Wars too. Well, they got
0: a bunch of new, Oh, that's okay. Oh, they got a bunch of new stuff coming out, so that'll change.
1: They do, and we will watch it more, but in the last year, honestly, they haven't had much come out besides Mandalorian and Soul. Yeah. Those are the only two things and now WandaVision I've been watching obviously, but um that's it. Yeah. Otherwise, you got to watch Frickin' Little Mermaid. Oh, man, that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible for these girls to watch Little Mermaid, Chris.
0: I know. Well, don't, we can't get into that. We about got oh canceled over gosh, that one.
1: Did we ever? That was terrible. Uh, all right, next little bit of news. Um, talking about cancel culture. Josh Whedon is under a little bit of heat. Have you heard about this? Uh, no. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, oh, boy. So, you know, the guy who played Cyborg was, like, complaining about him for a while. Yeah. Fisher. Uh, Ray Fisher. Yeah, Ray Fisher. So he was complaining about him, about his, like, abusive behavior on set. Well, now basically everybody that was in Buffy is saying the same thing. Everybody that was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer is saying that he was an abusive, like, physically, mentally abusive person, and nobody liked working with him. Um, and it's strange that it's all just coming out now. Yeah, Um, it's awful convenient. But one person came forward uh, and agreed with Ray Fisher, and then basically every other actor on the show started to agree with her. I can't remember her name, I didn't write it down, but um, they're all agreeing with it. And he's he's probably done in the industry because of this. I mean, now I'm not. He's
0: a very powerful person. Yeah. And a lot of powerful people
1: suck. Yes.
0: And he's a very um, successful person. And a lot of successful people are assholes. Because they are. you kind of have to be to be successful to that extent. Yeah. So I'm not You can't appease like everyone.
1: You man. cannot please everybody Especially in that Especially actors,
0: spot. man. Right. They're like weak little.
1: Very, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so, I mean, I'm not surprised that people would think he was an asshole. But also it's like. Yeah, people are assholes.
1: Well, not they were saying like they've came out with things about sexual assault oh, okay. and yeah. different things like that. So, I'm not protecting him in any way. I like a lot of what Josh Whedon has done, um, but But the world will go on without him. It will go on without him. We haven't really heard of him in the last 5 years except for him ruining the Justice League movie. <laughs> right. Uh basically, and that's it. So, yeah, he's probably canceled. Um and this is a, also a really great segue into my next little tidbit of news. Jeez,
0: this is like depressing news. Because
1: <laughs> so Joss Whedon had to deal with Justice League movie. Well, there's the Snyder Cut coming out in March, March 18th. Uh, they are releasing the Zack Snyder Cut of the film. It's four hours long, but they're releasing it in four one hour. I thought they changed that. No, that's what they're still doing. Okay. Four one hour slots. Okay. And I don't know if they're doing it, like, four days in a row or if they're doing it by week. It just said four one-hour time slots. And uh, apparently, Jared Leto is in it as the Joker. Did you know this? No. He is in it as the Joker. But I'm
0: not interested in it.
1: (laughs) To be honest, I saw some pictures of him as the Joker, and I think he looks way cooler than what he did in Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have all the tattoos at all. He's he reminded me of the crow. Um, Okay.
0: Just Zack Snyder has implied that his version of Justice League, this is from last week, will be released as a four hour movie instead of the four part miniseries announced previously. Oh,
1: okay. Well, within this Jared Leto thing, that it this one came out three days ago. Okay. But. I don't know if Zack Snyder implies it's that
0: possible. It's, Snyder is implying that all four-hour-long episodes will drop simultaneously, giving the viewer the
1: option to watch in one continuous. That spot, makes sense. Rather than splitting it up, because I didn't say think they should split it up. In I don't think separate. Things. I don't think so at all either. It's a movie. Yeah. It would be weird to stop a movie in the middle of it and then come back to it. Yeah. It wouldn't play right. Um. But yeah, Jared Leto's coming back as the Joker, and he's coming back in like a dream sequence of Batman's. But he's going to, apparently he's physically addressing Batman about Batman, about killing Robin, ah. like how terrible Batman is and why he killed Robin to, a, like, to get at him. And he's going to discuss about like how he killed him and all this stuff about Robin. He does look Robin. better
0: in this uh, take.
1: You see the picture of him?
0: I don't know. He doesn't look like the Joker, but he looks like the crow. You're right. <laughs> yeah, that's,
1: that's what he kind of looks like, is like the crow. And I don't know. He looked kind of cool. So I know nobody liked Jared Leto as the Joker. I didn't either. It was a terrible, terrible take on him. Um, I don't think it was necessarily the actor's fault. I think it was designed that way. He didn't create the character. You know what I mean? Like, he created the way he acted, but he didn't create the look and all the tattoos and all that kind of stuff. So I think this version of it might be pretty cool because, honestly, Jared Leto in that movie I talked about last week um, with Denzel, the, what's it called, the little things? All the little things or just the little things?
0: The little things, yeah.
1: Um, He was good, really good in that movie. His character is strange. He plays him strange. And he's a good actor. I mean, I know he's a weird dude, but he's a good actor. And I think it'll be really neat to see him play the Joker again, but in a different context and with Batman, like in front of him. They're going to be together. And that's what Zack Snyder said was that he felt, he felt it was wrong to have a Joker character talk about Batman and Batman talk about the Joker in the same world, but never actually be in the same scene with each other. And he always wanted that in the movie. But then when he left under the circumstances he left with, uh, they didn't end up putting it in the movie um, because they hadn't even shot any of it yet. So this is the only scene so far in the movie. Apparently, according to Zack Snyder, this is the only part of this, uh, of this news Snyder cut that they filmed. Huh. They physically had him come back, and they filmed it with Ben Affleck and Jared Leto just specifically for the Snyder Cut. Nice. So I think that'll be interesting.
0: I mean, I'm going to watch it either way. So Oh, absolutely. Uh, Nolan said, since you are now officially on Twitch, any chance we get to hear about Jerry's first Oculus experience? I I
1: had it over the week, Yeah, we, actually. Can. we can
0: do that now. You're done with the news, right?
1: I had one more. Okay, do that. Um, it's very small, and... Basically meaningless. Okay, but it's Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog Two. They had a teaser trailer come out, and they they put the teaser out and they put it on Twitter, and it literally says, like in the title, they literally say, like uh, the the official title for Sonic the Hedgehog Two is coming out today, and it's it's uh what, how did they put it? They put it as like, you know, it's very obvious because it's called. Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And they were like making fun of themselves in the tweet. And I thought it was really funny because it is like cut and dry Sonic the Hedgehog 2. But I think it's really cool because Knuckles is in it.
0: Nice. And honestly, the first one was surprisingly good. I liked it. I did too. I I was expecting that it would be terrible.
1: We were bashing this movie (laughs) before it ever came out because of all the stuff that we saw about it. And then it came out. I really enjoyed it. It was fun. It's funny. Good, good the family boys liked it.
0: Yeah,
1: um, and I'm really excited about this one. It comes out in 2022, though, so we oh, got a little while the while while wait. So, but yeah, that was my last uh, little bit of news. So
0: Oculus, uh, just so I was on vacation last week, um, and being the incredibly generous yes. person that I am, absolutely, I went out of my way to drive over to your house to you did hand you my Oculus and say. Here, you can have this for the next nine days while I'm on vacation. I
1: will grace you with the presence of the Oculus to where you can play it whenever you want. And I didn't really get to play it that much on my own (laughs) because I've got three little gremlins that take over my life. They enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, The boys got into this thing, and it changed their life because they entered this whole new world. The hardest part was getting them to the games. Like... I didn't have it on my phone like you can watch, you know, like you can watch what the person sees on your phone. I didn't have that. So it was constantly of me taking it off their face, putting it on mine. Like, no, like I kept telling him, look at the apps, quit spinning around in circles and look at the games in front of you. They're big squares like you can see them. They're like, where, where, like moving around. So I finally got him like centered, and Grady was pretty good at it. Grant was okay. Graham, I basically didn't let touch it um, because he's ridiculous in four. Yeah, um, <laughs> he put, put it on his face, and he never entered a game. I literally only had him in the lobby area where you just had your apps and whatnot, and he had the best time fighting the grid wall, like where I outlined then, the uh, right, and he thought they were lasers. So he literally like just was punching lasers <laughs> and kept doing it, which was really fun to watch. Uh, but Grady got really into uh, the Star Wars games. So oh, he played yeah. Vader Immortal. He played one, two, and three and went through all of them. And he, he'd finish, when he finished the second one, he took it off. Have you played the second one? I did, yeah. So you, you fought the Rancor and whatnot?
0: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: He took it off and he sat there and he's like, Dad that was that was scary i said what he's like this big monster busts through the wall and i didn't know if he was going to grab me he's like i didn't know what was happening he's like but i beat him i got past him <laughs> and he it like affected him so much it was really funny to see but he was standing in the living room fighting this thing and he kept like he'd stand there and he'd be like oh oh, oh man oh man and then it looked like he was going to fall backwards you know but he'd catch himself cuz he realized like th- that he was on the ground still but there's a part where you have to go th- like on this little narrow like walkway and you could just drop down to like a black abyss you know and he was literally in the living room with his hands up like <laughs> like walking <laughs> like he was on this ledge i had a really good time watching these kids play it but then me i also played i played Vader Immortal 2 but i didn't play the third one i haven't
0: played the third one yet um yet.
1: those games are really fun
0: they're fun they're short
1: they are short but it's
0: Vader Immortal 2. It's worth it.
1: it it's to, shorter than it's the first one. It's
0: shorter, and I felt like it's a little buggier.
1: It was harder, I think, because there was a time where I, I had no idea where I needed to go. I couldn't get to certain places, and then I finally figured it out, but yeah, it was a little bit buggy. I would agree. Did you
0: try anything else?
1: So I played a lot of Beat Saber because I like that game, yeah. actually. I was playing that like crazy. Um, Amy had to work late, one night last week and she came home and I was in the living room and man I was getting after it with this beat saber and she came in and I just all of a sudden heard her start laughing uncontrollably and she's like you look absolutely ridiculous right now but I was man I was just getting after it and it was so fun and I I passed a lot of levels nice in beat saber so you probably have them unlocked now Great. all the way up to like 10 an expert uh no not at all. Oh,
0: that's how I play it, an expert.
1: I never even tried expert. Really? No. Jeez. I just was playing it on the normal levels Okay, just because it was so fun. And then I did a lot of boxing, and that ruined me for days. I thought you were being ridiculous. You did. You,
0: I could tell when I was I, saying that. You're like, what a weak yes, idiot.
1: absolutely. I 100% thought that because I wasn't thinking of this game the same way as what you experienced it, right? And what now... I've experienced it. I was thinking of it as a boxing game where you sit there and you box and you just see it, whatever. I didn't really understand the physicality of this game. Like you are physically doing it. The harder you punch, the harder you hit the person and you have to physically do it. So I boxed two people in one night and that was a mistake because the next day I wasn't too bad. But the second day after I had done that, my whole upper body was wrecked. Yeah. I was wrecked. I felt awful. I I was so sore. And I was like, well, I need to get back at it because this is like a workout now. And it really is a workout because you are physically doing these things. Obviously you don't connect with anything or you hopefully don't connect with anything. Cause if you do, it's going to be a wall. Yeah. Um, I made sure I was in the middle of my living room, but then the next day or two days later, I, I boxed again and, It's really fun. I liked that game a lot. And then what else did we play? Oh, climbing the rock climbing. Yeah. Um,
0: ascend or whatever it's called or something like that.
1: Yeah. That one kind of tripped me out a little bit. I, it's easy to climb. Um, but again, my arms, I was so sore from boxing, holding my arms above my head and doing that game was a workout. Kind of. My shoulders were sore. Um, I didn't really like it that much because it was like I'd climb this stuff and I'd get to the top and I was like, all right, now I got to do that again yeah. for another I think level. Maybe
0: if you get further into like harder levels, it would be funner yeah. or more fun. Sorry. Um, it's okay.
1: It was fine. Uh, but all in all, you didn't try Arizona Sunshine, huh? I didn't. I, I The boys had it most of the time. I, really I literally didn't. played it like one night.
0: I feel or like two nights. That's the most game like experience. Because it's literally a zombie shooter game.
1: Oh, it is? Oh, yeah. I didn't realize what it even was. I mean, it's
0: a video game where you're running around shooting zombies.
1: That's the one where you said you got disoriented because of no, running. No,
0: that's, that's missed. Oh. and Arizona Sunshine, you do still do the stationary move. Oh, okay. There isn't, there isn't like a scrolling
1: run. But it's zombies, huh? That would scare me. It's I get scared easy. It,
0: it's a little bit frightening at times because there's this one point where you go into these mines and... Yeah. And so you have. And they're you jumping can, out at you? You can dual wield weapons, right? Yeah, that's nice. So generally you have that and you got two holsters. That's it. Um, but in the mine, it's pitch black. So you have to hold a flashlight.
1: Oh. So everything's
0: by flashlight. So you got one gun and a flashlight and you have to reload all the time. So, like.
1: It's realistic.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty crazy. And they're coming at you from all directions in the pitch black. And it, can it, you
1: hit them with the flashlight?
0: Uh. You know what? I don't think so. I don't know. Never Hmm. tried. I try not to let them get that close to me.
1: Oh, well, I didn't know if you had time.
0: Some of them are slow, but some of them are fast.
1: Really? Well, that's what I mean. Like, if they're fast, they're right up on you. Yeah. And you need to reload. You got to hit them with that mag light.
0: Yeah. So that was fun because there's different weapons and there's limited ammo.
1: All in all, what I will say is that this is a life-changing experience. Playing this game, like this, has changed video games for me in a way that I don't think I can go back. Yeah, it's. I mean, obviously, I'm still gonna have an Xbox, or and I'm probably gonna get a newer system coming up. Um, but this, I gotta, I gotta, I'm gonna have to have this in my <laughs> yeah. life, Chris. You
0: kind of just have to have one in your. House. And then when
1: you texted me tonight and you're like, "Hey, br- you know, bring the Oculus back," I had it in my mind to bring it back, but I also thought like wonder if he remembers if I have this. Listen, <laughs> I,
0: I wouldn't have cared to let you have it for another month, but Sky has become like oh. obsessed with it.
1: And I i don't blame her. She plays
0: Vacation Simulator. She loves that game.
1: So Grady was playing Vacation Simulator because Bryce talked about it. Every
0: day that I was gone, Cash would ask me, you did tell Br- uh, Grady not to use my slot for Vacation Simulator, right? I'm like, yep.
1: I have no idea what he did or I didn't not. tell Grady anything. <laughs> yeah, no. And I have no idea. I, he was playing it one day, but he didn't know what to do. And I got on it, like, put it on my head to see where he was at. And he was, like, inside of this little store. And, you like, you could make pancakes and make things inside of this little restaurant store thing.
0: I think Nolan's listening, too. And he. Uh, I, I see on there, whenever I see him, I think he plays that game a lot. Or maybe it's his um, son that plays it a lot. But... I've only played it a little bit, um, just more to more the intro, like the, the beginning part. Yeah. I haven't gotten into it. I, I didn't really, I guess I still don't 100% understand what it is.
1: but I didn't play it at all besides looking at what, where Grady was at. I made a pancake and a waffle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing how this one technology can take the most mundane things and make them interesting?
1: Yes, because I don't actually have to physically make the waffle. I just move my hands a little bit and it does it for me. Um, But you can also, like, squirt syrup and stuff on it. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds so ridiculous talking about it, but it was fun. It is a strange, a very, very strange experience putting that on and walking around your house somewhat blindly, you know, like you are physically blind to your own, to, your to the room that you're in. Yeah. But yet you're walking around a virtual place doing mundane tasks so like that.
0: i can see the future of this and it that is, is so where strange. there's outward facing cameras obviously there is one on the oculus but that are mapping your room in real time oh yeah to where bringing, you can walk and around bringing it. those elements into the the game world
1: absolutely and also like haptic suits and walking on treadmills instead of like they have those all direction omnidirectional. directional yeah treadmills.
0: i'm gonna look into the haptic suit thing i think i'm gonna get one I don't know what they cost. I've I've never looked into it, but I mean, I'm sure they're uh, by expensive. haptic suit. I mean, like a vest.
1: Yeah, and they have like finger things, like uh, they're like gloves, and they fit over your fingertips to where you have like a physical hand. That so you, you can, don't
0: need um, you didn't try it without. No. If what, you put what do you the mean? I, I enabled that it's a new beta. If you put the remotes down, you can literally just use your hands as the controllers.
1: I put them down all the time and it never recognized my hands. you got to put them down on the top. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't do that at all. Yeah. I wish I would have known that. <laughs> that would have been fun.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, Nolan was the first one that I know that had this thing, and he was saying how great it was. Now, I, when he got it, I already knew that I would be getting it shortly. Right. Um, but they're awesome. They did really you are. watch any Netflix?
1: Um, I did not. Grady was watching some YouTube and he watched Netflix. Really enjoyed that. Um, he stood in the middle, I was telling you before the show, he stood in the middle of the living room just like with his arms down and his head up like this watching shows. I was like, I came into the room and I was, what are you doing? He's like, I'm watching you too. I was like, can you sit down? He's like, no, I don't I don't need, I don't need to. I'm on a couch. <laughs> I was like, but you're not physically on the couch. <laughs> Brady. Like, you're just standing up staring at the ceiling right now.
0: And Nolan said it was my kid playing Vacation Simulator. I've been playing a lot of Gorn and Journey of the Gods. I have Journey of the Gods have not started it yet. Um, I don't, and what's Gorn? I don't know. I think he sent us
1: that one, but I don't remember. It's probably fighting dragons. Ludic- uh,
0: Gorn is a ludicrously violent VR gladiator simulator.
1: Oh, my yep. gosh. You've got to get that. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes, a gladiator simulator would be amazing. Are you not entertained? That's what I would yell at my living room every day. Are you not entertained?
0: Oh, yeah, it looks great.
1: Um, yes, yeah, so I had a good time.
0: Cool. Um, so while you were screwing around,
1: I was screwing around, screwing around
0: <laughs> in uh, sunny Central Florida,
1: Palm Springs,
0: yeah, Orlando. Orlando, Orlando, Orlando. Um, no, we had a great trip. I mean, it was really crazy. We got when we got down there. The first two, well, we got down there on a Monday. Tuesday and mm-hmm. Wednesday were the days. We kind of earmarked for going to Universal for sure. And then we had uh, tickets for five days because <laughs> they had like a ridiculous promotion. Where if you bought oh. two tickets, two days, you got three days free. What? So we were never planning on going for five days, but I'm like, okay. Yeah. So we got, the t- we're like, uh, so two days, uh, Tuesday and Wednesday. So the first day we go down there, we left in the morning. It was literally 34 degrees out. In Orlando? Uh, the high was 40 for the day.
1: Holy cow. It was freezing. We didn't bring coats. That couldn't have felt freezing to you. I mean, it was like 20 before you left. I mean, if you're outside all day
0: and it's 34 degrees with no coat.
1: Right. That would be a little
0: chilly, I guess. Um, but it got up to 40. It was fine. We wore two sweatshirts. Um, And we went to Universal Studio. We got uh, park-to-park tickets. Um, What's that mean? So there's two parks for Universal Studios. Okay. There's Universal Studios, and then there's Islands of Adventure. Oh. They're two completely separate parks, two completely separate uh, tickets. Oh. Or you can buy a park. That's where they get you. Or you can buy a park hopper ticket, which is a little more money, and then you can go to either park and Mm -hmm. back and forth got to get the hopper. So, yeah, originally uh you know, I've been to Disney many times. Um we generally have been going there a lot as the last 5 years because the kids are have been of a free age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um it's um so I I wanted to do something different this year. Marley wanted to go back to Disney. I am tired and bored of Disney and then also yeah. Like, I don't really want to go there during COVID. I just felt like it'd be a pain in the ass. Full of
1: disease, I've heard.
0: Um, not because of that. I just didn't want to spread deal, it. Because you were going to bring
1: the disease. <laughs> no.
0: Oh, all right. Um, you know, I just didn't think... A lot of stuff shut down. All the shows, parades, right. stuff like that.
1: It's not the same. And there's no characters, I don't think. No. Like, walking around. Which you don't is even fine to with me.
0: But Universal also has, um, you know, their own stuff. But for the most part, things were open um we had to wear masks all day but when it was cold so you're like kind of glad to be wearing a mask
1: <laughs> and the kids wear masks all day when they go to school anyways because yeah. we've been going to school and sky and cash have been wearing masks every day all day
0: uh danny bennett said universal is a good time you do the harry potter ride or simpsons ride those were awesome i did every ride i'm gonna and i'm gonna tell you about all of them <laughs> right now um so we got the park to park tickets um we went to universal studios So first, initially, I'm like, have low expectations because I've been going to Disney. I'm like, Universal, it's like a Disney knockoff, right?
1: Yeah, but it's more adult-themed stuff. I knew that,
0: and I was a little concerned because there's literally almost no rides Jet could go on.
1: Every ride has
0: a height restriction. Every ride.
1: Oh, man. How'd you do that, Only a
0: few rides were 36 inches, and most of them were 40. So I probably wouldn't recommend... Go, going there because it's not that, it's not cheaper than Disney. Right. It's about the same price um, until your kids are at least 42 inches tall. So, oh, really? Four years old.
1: Yeah. Well, that's Graham's close. Yeah.
0: Graham, yeah. So, anyway, we went to Universal, but, man, I, my low expectations were shattered. It is. Gorgeous. Far I mean, superior. Not superior, <laughs> different, but also in some ways superior. Yeah. Like the attention to detail, the detailing, the IP that exists there that... I mean, I knew they had Harry Potter, which I've been looking right. forward to. Right, But all these other universal properties that I haven't really thought about um, are there. And it's kind of different because, you know, what Disney... Um, you know, it's got all the Disney stuff that's great. Mm-hmm. It's kind of limited, though. But at Universal, they have a wide range of different, you know, intellectual property. Yeah, so, there's tons of stuff. So we went to Universal Studios first. Um They have, it's kind of broken down into um, New York, San Francisco, and then the Harry Potter Diagon Alley. Yeah. And then um, Springfield, the Simpsons. Land. world yep and then there's like a kids area which is um like Woody Woodpecker and hmm. uh Fievel American Tail. and He Goes West uh Curious George and E.T. right the problem is and they had these awesome looking playgrounds for for kids that's why oh that's gr- nice. one thing that would be fantastic for kids amazing looking pra- playgrounds which were all shut down
1: couldn't go in them yeah
0: um so anyway we went there um they have so, yeah, we did do the the Simpsons ride, and that was a great ride. One thing I will say about Universal is, A, a lot of the rides are more aimed at older kids. A lot of them can be scary for little kids. Okay. And a lot of them are screen rides.
1: Oh, where you're just sitting in a chair a, a and moving, that moves. Yeah. It's like a 4D experience kind yeah. of. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, I mean, a lot of them are moving rides, but... You're moving and being flung around and then placed in front of a screen. Yeah, with glasses on or without requiring glasses. Yeah, and that's those are fun. They're fun, but you know most of the Disney rides are not like that. They're actually physical rides, physical yeah. rides, um, which I think I prefer. Yeah, I I'm not be. a huge fan of the screen rides, but they're still cool. So we went there. They have the Despicable Me ride, okay, Minion ride, um, which ride. I didn't even know was a Universal IP until no, we went I went there.
1: I really didn't either, but Love that.
0: Yeah. They had uh, a Shrek, which is also Universal. They have DreamWorks. That's Universal.
1: Yeah, they just bought that.
0: So there's a Shrek 40 movie um, that we went to. There's a Jimmy Fallon Tonight Show, Race Through New York. There is? Yeah. NBC Universal.
1: Oh, I never thought yeah. about that.
0: Uh, so they have the Tonight Show store and then this one ride, which is a screen ride, which is meh. Um, then you, they have uh, The Mummy. Based on the '90s Brendan Fraser mummy, yeah, and I was not expecting much out of that uh, ride, but it was it was like a roller coaster, but also like um, kind of not a screen ride, but like physical props, some screens, but also like roller coaster aspects to it. It was great. It it sounds awesome. Uh, We took cash on that, and I think we absolutely. He hated it.
1: I he, mean, like, he <laughs> like, destroyed it. It
0: destroyed his <laughs> life. Um, it was a little bit scary, it's but they're shooting fire at you, you know, fireballs and oh, stuff. yeah. So that was a good one. Um, they have the Blues Brothers live show oh, yeah, on the, the street, Brothers. and they pull up in the car and everything. Get oh, out. they do? They sing six songs from the movie. Yeah. Um, the Aretha Franklin impersonator comes up. They got a live saxophone player just blasting off. Amazing. That's awesome. Incredible. It was, it was one of my fun.
1: favorite movies of all time.
0: Uh, go down a little further, they got Fast and the Furious um, area in San Francisco. And Did that, they
1: show all 15 movies?
0: <laughs> so this one um, was one that was a virtual queue. So you had to go and sign up for a time, and then you show back up. I okay. don't know why, but that one was doing that. It was the only one. All right. Um, really cool entry area. It's like a garage, a lot of cars, um, things like that. So we get in there, and you think, oh, it's a virtual line. So we'll be in and out. You know, you come at your appointed time, and you'll be on the ride within ten minutes. Right? Hour and a half. We got stuck in that stupid line. Oh and no! And then get on the stupid ride, and it's mediocre. Really? Yeah. And it's a newer ride, so I was really pissed off by that because you know how I like to plan things. Yes. And it really threw off it my threw day. off the planning. Um, but then we go. You go over uh, other uh, on the other side of the lagoon. Um, Oh no! There, and then there's the Transformers ride, which was Cash's favorite ride. Was it? And it's a it's pretty sc- cool. moving screen ride. It was fine. I mean, I'm not a huge Transformers fan. I don't know why. It's just I'm gonna watch them. So after this trip, me and Cash have a long list of
1: I love Optimus to watch. Prime so much.
0: So you go around then the Simpsons Land, or I should say the kids area, and they have a little Woody Woodpecker roller coaster, little kids roller coaster, which is fun. Mm-hmm. And the ET ride. Which, before I went there, I'd been researching, and, like, everybody bashes it. They're like, oh, it's such a shitty...
1: You sit on a bike, old right? Old
0: ride. You sit on a bike.
1: Yeah. It's I've an, done that.
0: It's an actual ride. Yeah. It's not screens. It's through... It's a Disney-type ride. Yes. It's very Disney-type ride.
1: I loved it. I mean... I, I've done that one, and I remember enjoying it yeah. a lot. Uh,
0: Cash loved it. The kids all loved it. They wanted to go on it many times.
1: That was back in 2008.
0: Really? Yeah. It's a, It was a minute. So I've been on that ride. Past there, you go to um, Simpsons Land. They got a, a, a screen ride there. That's one of the best in the park. Um, I liked it. It was not my favorite, but I liked it. What do you do on a Simpsons ride? Um, it's it's in Krusty Land, okay, amusement park. Yeah, it's funny. They got like a little pre show room that you go into. That's like an advertisement for Krusty Land. Then you get on the ride, and it's basically like the Simpsons at Krusty Land and sideshow Bob. Okay. Is chasing you, trying to kill you.
1: Oh, perfect. Yeah, that's good.
0: <laughs> um, but it's cool there. They have Fast Food Boulevard. So it's got, um, it's like one of the main restaurant spots, and it's got Moe's Tavern. Oh, really? It's got the Cletus's Chicken Shack. It's got the Bumblebee, the Mexican bum- Bumblebee restaurant, yeah. and it's got um, a couple other ones. So we ate in Moe's Tavern. I had a Flaming Moe and a Krusty Burger. Nice. That's great.
1: <laughs> What's a Flaming Moe?
0: Oh, it was a drink that Mo made in one of the episodes. <laughs> oh, all right. But in reality, it's like orange soda poured over dried ice. All right. Dry ice, so it, like, smokes.
1: Yeah, so it's an orange crush. Basically. Um, I had one of those today. Danny Bennett gave it to me, um,
0: Yeah, so then you go around, um, There's and the Simpsons Land's really cool. That's a newer land. It's all themed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go around, there's the Men in Black Alien Attack Ride, which is a moving... Ride where you have a gun and you're shooting alien targets. Popping I'm pretty up sure
1: I went on that one as well.
0: Yeah, and it's fine. And then you go over to the cream of the crop, diagonally, Diagon. creme
1: de la creme.
0: And you can't see anything from Universal Studios still, until you walk through that wall that moves, you know, the bricks move. They don't actually move. But oh, in the all movie, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, okay. So they have that kind of cutout wall, and you go in there. And you're just like, what? It's incredible. Is it really? It's unbelievable that they built it this. And it's not that big. It's like four, it's like a main street and two like side streets. But the end of the main streets is like the Gringotts bank with a giant yeah. dragon sitting on it that blows fireballs I every five that. minutes. Yeah. Um it's a lot of fun. And and there there's one ride there. Um it's the Escape from Gringotts. It's a, it's a all the Harry Potter rides, or not all of them. I'll get into that later. But it's like a part screen ride and part moving coaster kind of ride. Okay. Also a little scary for little kids. Cash didn't care for it. Sky loved it. That's weird. Great ride. Absolutely incredible. All the Harry Potter rides are top notch. I mean, better than most anything you can get at Disney. No kidding. Yeah. Um, other than maybe the Avatar ride, Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom. Um, really. Really fantastic ride. And then you have the Ollivander's Wand Shop. Danny's talking about that, where you go in. Mm-hmm. They, you go in now, now only with your family, so you have to wait for a half an hour to oh, get in there. Oh, jeez. Um, they have a little ceremony. Uh, we did that. Cash got picked. Oh, really? And the actor guys like, trying him out these wands. He's like, try and point at that, that uh, ladder over there. And he yeah. waves it and, like... Books fall off the shelf. They're like, no, that won't do. Try <laughs> that's the cool. oak wand with the with the phoenix tail. Wave it at that plant, and he waves at the plant in the corner, and all the flowers wilt. He's like, no, that's not the one. And then he gives him the other one. He's like, this is oak with a dragon's heart. And like, all of a sudden, lights shine down from the ceiling, and it, it just the background music goes,
1: oh, <laughs> that's
0: awesome. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, move on. Yeah. And then they're like, the hand catch the wand. They're like, it shows you. This is your wand. And then you walk into the other room, which is Ollivander's wand shop. Yeah. Like where people are purchasing things. And the wand is available for purchase. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it is. For $55.
1: $55?
0: Yeah, but they're interactive. So all those storefronts, they have little marks on the ground and it tells you the the way to do a spell and the word. And you do it into the window and something in the window happens depending on what the spell is.
1: So That's like if, pretty cool. If there's
0: like a feather and a quill and you're doing like Leviosa or whatever, yeah. the, the quill goes up Leviosa. in the air. And
1: starts,
0: so yeah, ooh la la, Harry Potter land. So it was great. <laughs> I mean, I'm a fan of Harry Potter, um, but even if you weren't, it's it's pretty incredible just to see it. Is it really? And then, so you go on over and since we had the par- park hopper tickets, you can take the Hogwarts Express, go through the train station. Right. You get on the train, it takes you to the other park, which the other park is... Hogsmeade, the town, and the school, you know, the uh, Hogwarts. Yeah. Well, the the train itself is like a ride. They're closed cabs. The windows are screens. Um, You get closed in your individual, just like in the movie, and it's like chugging along. You're looking out there, and there's stuff happening. You're going through the English countryside. Dementors come down, you know. Oh, no kidding. All kinds of things. And the the door and the window, you know, on the other side is like an opaque window. Okay. But you see silhouettes of like Ron People. and Hermione coming out and like whispering and talking to each other. Like they're right outside your cab. Yeah. It's really, <laughs> that's cool. pretty cool. And they put a
1: lot of thought into this stuff. Man. The Harry
0: Potter bank is creepy. Uh, Danny Bennett said, um, Yeah, it's amazing. You walk into it, it's just gigantic, you know, granite everywhere. They got the goblins sitting up there counting money.
1: I saw pictures of the goblins. It's pretty cool. Did they move or anything? Yeah, they're
0: moving around. They're animatronic, but I mean, you can tell, Yeah, but they're really detailed.
1: That's amazing. Yeah, the pictures looked, I thought they were like real actors. Yeah. From pictures.
0: So then you go over to the other park and where are we on time? Yeah, we got time. And this is where Hogwarts and this is Islands of Adventure. Um, which I think is a better park. It's newer. Oh, all right. It's really well done, the whole park. And it's very much divided into these lands, you know, Mm -hmm. and that one, um, is the town of Hogsmeade. It's bigger. And then the huge Harry Potter castle, which is just incredible to look at as a feat of building and engineering. It's amazing to look at it and just.
1: Do do you get to go in it? Oh yeah. Oh, all right.
0: So over there, um, Plenty of stuff to do. Oh, we ate, in Diagon Alley, we ate at, uh, not the Three Broomsticks, Leaky Cauldron. They have these restaurants, and they're, it's like British food. I mean, I had scotch eggs, and I had Guinness pie.
1: Oh, no kidding. Yeah. That sounds good.
0: <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was lamb and beef stew in a bread bowl, basically. Right. With some Guinness in it, I guess. Apparently.
1: It's like a shepherd's pie.
0: Yeah. And then uh, three broomsticks we ate over there, too. That was in the other. That's in Hogsmeade. And I don't remember what it had there. Fish and chips or something. Anyway, um, that's a little bigger. A lot of the same stuff. But they have three rides over there. So in the castle is the original, the Harry Potter, um, and the Forbidden Journey. Yeah. Which is another roller coaster uh, slash screen ride thing. Also phenomenal ride. Incredible ride. Um And you go through and you're basically on a broom, like starting off, like playing Quidditch and then shit happens. Do
1: you you literally sit on a broom?
0: No. Yeah. You're in a seat. And it's flinging you all
1: around. Oh, is it really? Cash
0: didn't like that one. No. (laughs) And it was a little scary. All these ones are a little
1: scary. So what were you doing with Jet the whole time? Could he go on any of this stuff? um,
0: None of the Harry Potter rides. He could go on E.T., the Woody Woodpecker coaster, the Minions ride. He couldn't sit in the moving seats. We had to sit on a bench in the front. Oh. Well, well, me and him did, and the others went in the moving seat, and then we switched the next day. Yeah. Um, So you can do a child swap. So we just all walk in when you get up to and They just give you a different child? The lines were very short.
1: You just swap your kid (laughs) out for a new one?
0: No. Uh, (laughs) One parent stays with the, the little kid. The other ones go on it. When they get off, you give the kid to the other person, and you just immediately get back on.
1: Oh, all right.
0: And you can take the other two kids with you.
1: Oh, that's nice. So they ride it twice. Yeah.
0: So Tuesday and Wednesday, when it was cold, there was literally nobody at the parks. I mean, there was that's nobody good. there.
1: So you could get in in and
0: out of these things a lot quicker. Yeah. So there, um, they have the Flight of the Hippogriff, which is a smaller roller coaster uh, that Jack could go on. Um, it's still a coaster, but just a shorter, smaller one. Yeah. And then they have the brand new ride, which is Hagrid's Motorbike Adventure. Oh, that'd be nice. It's the best ride I've ever been on. What? It, it's a roller coaster. Oh, it is. But it doesn't go upside down. But it's fun. It is a fun long roller coaster. Nice. Like, and you're it. You sit on a motorcycle. Okay. And then you there's a sidecar, and one person sits in the sidecar, one person sits on the roller on the motorcycle, and it's a legit roller coaster. I mean, it's fast. It's curvy. It goes on sideways. it, It does all kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but it take. When you take off, it like revs zero to 60, and you just hear like a motorcycle revving up. And, and you just take off, and you go flying through this. But it slows down at points, and it goes through like creepy caves, and you're looking at stuff. And then at one point, it just the whole track drops, and you do a free fall drop.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: And then you go backwards for a while. I mean, it's it's a That'd awesome be fun. ride. Um, so that's fun. And Islands of Adventure, I feel like I'm rambling on on this, but I hope it's interesting. So they got that Harry Potter world. Um, we had a lot of butter beer. A lot. I drank cold, hot butter beer. I drank regular butter beer. I drank slushy butter beers.
1: Is it actual beer? No, no. What it's, is it?
0: It's like butterscotch cream soda, and it's freaking delicious.
1: Is it really? Yeah, butterscotch cream soda. That I don't know if that sounds good or not, but I like both of those things. It's really good. I love butterscotch. I don't know why so they're good.
0: not selling it like in gas stations in the world. Yeah,
1: because. So interesting Because fact, Disney keeps everything to themselves, that's why. Universal, but well, I was yeah, looking universal. this up.
0: Um, it cost $250 million to build that, the Harry Potter, Wizarding World, whatever. Okay, They made that money back in six months, only on the profits of Butterbeer. What? Yep.
1: Holy crap.
0: It's seven bucks a cup.
1: Wow, that's amazing to me. Yeah. They made two hundred and fifty million dollars in six months for a drink. Yeah. Damn.
0: That's what I read anyway. Um
1: Right. Don't believe everything you've read though. No.
0: Also in these Harry Potter lands, they have constant street shows going on. Like musicians. Um, they have like school tournaments. Yeah. With like the the girls and the and uh you know <laughs> the girls like waving <laughs> Uh, ribbons with dresses. Oh on. yeah, know, like yeah, the yeah. Germ- like, like the Russian guys with the sticks, like walking out. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, a right. lot of stuff going on there. Very busy. Uh, Hogsmeade, Hogsmeade, and right. Diagon Alley. Anyway, okay. so the rest of the park, you go out. They have this like a uh, whole world that's themed like mythical, like Greece, ki- kind of ruins, Greek ruins. Type oh, all thing. right. It's really cool, but there was no rides in there. Um, so what do you do? Just walk through it. And there Ooh. is a ride, but it's closed for whatever reason. I don't know. That's strange. They do have this cool thing. It's a big fountain. It's called the Mystic Fountain. Okay. And so I'm like, and everybody said like, check out this fountain. I'm like, okay, it's just yeah. a fountain. It's really cold out. I don't know. Yeah. Right. You go walking up there and then the fountain starts talking to you. And then you realize quickly that it's an actual person. There's a video camera somewhere. And the kids are like interacting with this fountain and it's talking to them and asking. Oh really? It's like
1: their job. Like this dude's job is to watch you on camera. Yeah. And
0: it's like stand-up comedy fountain style almost. And then he'll blow off water and do different things. The kids loved it.
1: Really? That sounds cool.
0: So you keep going around and there's this whole Dr. Seuss land and that's where most of the rides that jet went on were. There's like three or four rides in their cat in the hat. Um, a little roller coaster thing anyway. So that's fun. Um, you go around, there's the whole Marvel world.
1: Yeah, I the, saw pictures of that.
0: The Spider-Man ride, which is a screen ride, a moving screen ride. And all everybody loved that ride. It was a lot of fun. The Spider-Man one? Yeah, and there's like ex, like real incredible, whole co- like a Six slag style r- actual roller coaster. Oh, yeah. That we went on. That was great.
1: It was awesome. I love roller coasters. I love roller coasters, too. Well, there, I don't know the last time I was on a roller coaster, to be
0: honest. Um, you go in there, and there's the next world is Toon Town or Toon Lagoon, they call mm-hmm. it. And it's all—it's really cool looking. There's not a lot in there. There's a Dudley-Do-Right log ride, but we didn't go on it because it was cold. And then there's a Popeye, like another water ride that we didn't go on. It was closed, actually. Okay. Um, But it's cool because they got all these big buildings, which essentially are gift shops. But they have all the old Sunday morning newspaper comic characters on them. Yeah. Like Beetle Bailey and Kathy and Hagar the Horrible. Yeah. The Phantom and all these things. So that was kind of cool just to look at, mm-hmm. and then you go into the next world, which is like the whole Jurassic Park world.
1: Oh, I forgot about that. That's
0: a Universal property too.
1: I forgot about Jurassic Park being there. And
0: on the edge of that is Kong Skull Island, the King Kong ride. And I forgot
1: about that too. Yeah,
0: and it's a fun ride. The, yeah, and it's super creepy and dark, but the kids loved it.
1: Aren't you on a subway?
0: Uh, no, you're, it's in like on Skull Island. So they it changed like jungle. it then, because originally they did change it. Yes. The Kong, they changed it when they came out with Kong Skull Island, that movie.
1: Okay. Cause before you were on like a subway car and he busts through and like his hand comes into the, no, yeah, it's not like that at all. Car. You're like
0: in the jungle. Uh, you're in like a expedition Jeep okay. type vehicle and the windows are screens. So it's a, Essentially, oh. well, no, they're so not screens. Fake. You're looking out. Yeah, so there's
1: no actual Kong.
0: Yes, there is. So at the very end, there is like a full size animatronic King Kong, like from his chest up. Yeah, and it is the best animatronics I've ever seen in my life. Really? It's scary how real he looks. Did he eat your car? No,
1: he's just hanging out, looking around. Cause he's oh, like he's not messing with you, huh? No, he like
0: saves you on the ride from the dinosaurs. That are attacking you.
1: Oh, all right. I didn't know if he was pissed at you or what. No. You never know when Kong can get pissed.
0: So that was fun. And then the Jurassic Park world, there is um, a little, a little like, one of those flying swings. But it's like a roller coaster, and it kind of takes you around slowly, like the kids can go on. Oh, it. yeah? Okay. They love that. It's the Pterodon Flyer ride.
1: That and then there's fun.
0: the Jurassic Park River Cruise, um, which actually have a funny story on. It. We went on it early on. Um, And it's like a little boat ride through, but it Mm -hmm. does have like a little bit of a free fall at the end that you're not really expecting. Okay. It's a fun ride. Uh, You don't get super soaked, but whatever. So we went back to Universal Thursday because Marley's cousin came and her husband and kids. So they wanted to go. So we went back, and we'd already kind of done everything. Yeah. You can do most of that park in two or three days. So we just did a lot of things again. Anyway, everybody went on that ride. And I had Jet because he can't go on it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really want to go on it again. It's fine. So we go over. So there's this area where you can watch the boat do, do in the fall. Oh, okay. And I'm like, we'll stand over here and watch for them and point and laugh at them.
1: Take right. pictures. It's
0: hilarious. And, you know, to my a little bit of credit, I did notice there was water on the ground. <laughs> okay. Yes. And I assumed... And it's oh, a good it, distance away where this boat is falling. Yeah. But, you know, and I'm like, I, I assume there's some mist.
1: Yeah, a little bit of a little small splash. So
0: maybe. I'm up there with the stroller, all of our stuff, purses, merchandise that we had bought, Jet in the stroller <laughs> eating a snack,
1: yeah.
0: standing there. And it, that day we were there, it was 80 degrees. So it was plenty warm. Like a dope. Yep. Here comes this boat coming Complete down. dope. And I just look up and see this wall of water coming at us and I immediately start turning and running away and it just crashes (laughs) down with me of the might of a thousand gallons (laughs) as everybody is standing just far enough back to be at a reasonable distance.
1: Right. To not get soaking wet. Just
0: laughing at me. Soaked everything we had head to toe, including me and Jet.
1: Oh my gosh. What did Jet do? (laughs) Nothing. He's sitting in the stroller eating a
0: fruit snack. He didn't even look up.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Didn't even care. <laughs> Just a normal day for a little kid. Yeah. Just get soaked with water.
0: So anyway, that's, that's there's more I'm forgetting, but it was great. I highly recommend it for anybody. Um, not great for small kids. If you got little kids, go to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. If you got kids, I would really honestly even say, I mean, Sky could go on almost everything. Um, so it'd be fine at five years old. Yeah, but it's better probably even. And even cash was still he rode everything. Yep. But a lot of the stuff, you know, he didn't care for. He it. didn't care for. Yeah. But I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest not going just because your kids are 6 or 7. There's still plenty to do. Yeah. Um it's a little bit cheaper than Disney and it's something different, but if you haven't been to Disney for the same money with kids that are under Ten. 9 or 10, You're better off at Disney, probably. Yeah, I'm sure you are. But it's incredible—the detail, everything. It's so much more convenient. The parking garage is right there. You walk into Universal City Walk, which is where all these the restaurants are, Mm -hmm. um, chain restaurants, that kind of stuff. And you walk right to Universal, or you walk to Islands of Adventure. And at any point in the day, you can just walk right back out and into the other park, and it's less than a 10-minute walk. They're very small parks.
1: Yeah, that sounds pretty small. They're not big. I do remember Universal being pretty small when I was there. And
0: it's very, very small. I mean, you can walk around all of Universal, which is kind of around a whole lagoon.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, if you didn't stop, you could walk around it probably in 15, 20,
1: 15 minutes. Yeah. I mean, it's not big. That's not very big. But there's just so much stuff crammed into And there's shows going on
0: all the time on the streets. Um, We went to the Universal Monster Makeup Show. Oh, yeah? Where they... It's a live show where they show you how they do, like, monster makeup and and visual effects. Yeah. It was kind of scary for the kids, but it was a comedy show. Yeah. It was great. At the very beginning, Beetlejuice runs out, he does crowd work for 15 minutes before the show even starts. Yeah. Babe. It, (laughs) It was great. And he... We were right in the front, and he zeroed in on Sky. Oh, yeah? And... He talked to her for a while, and then he's going around talking to everybody else. But every single joke came back to Sky.
1: Oh, really? Because he. Was, how did she take that? She, she was, was fine.
0: Yeah, she was fine. Uh, but it was like we were trying to figure out. He was trying to get people's opinions on like the first horror movie for little kids.
1: Yeah. So it was fun. That is fun. I like. I didn't know how she would react with him like being up in her face or anything.
0: Oh no, it was fine.
1: Didn't affect her.
0: But. No, no, she liked it. A lot of social distancing and mask and that got a
1: a little bit annoying. One I'm point. sure it did. But Because the difference is like here with what you do on a normal day to day basis, you don't really have to wear a mask all that the much.
0: masks don't bother me. The hypocrisy of the little things bother me. Like it's okay to do that over here, but not over there. Yeah. You, you don't can have take to it wear your mask your in room. the restaurant full of people, but you have to wear it in this line where you're ten feet apart from people or you, can, you don't have to wear it on the Jurassic know, Park that's... ride because you don't have to wear it on water rides, but you have to wear it. And you know, we gotta space out. So this ride- How aggravating. This ride waits because they gotta disinfect everything between each car ride, passenger ride. But the next ride you go on, there's nobody disinfecting anything. Wow. It, it's just the inconsistency of it is what's annoying.
1: It's just all made up yeah, as it goes. Absolutely. And that is super frustrating. And If you take a mask off at all, it negates the whole idea of wearing a mask. I don't care where you're at or what you're doing. If you take the mask off, there's no point in wearing it the rest of the day anywhere else you go.
0: Or there's no point in wearing it at all.
1: That's what I mean. mean, Anywhere you go, there's no reason why you should have a mask on. Why do we have to wear them
0: outside walking around in these parks? Right. When you're... when they're not full and you're a ways away. Now, we went back Thursday, and it was packed.
1: Okay. Because um, it's closer because to the it,
0: weekend. And- no, because the weather turned. Oh. It was nice. Friday, we went to the beach, to Cocoa Beach. Had a great time there. But Saturday, we just hung around and swam at the house all day. But that night, we went to Disney Springs, um, which is like their downtown shopping and restaurant district. Okay, I've never seen it that packed. It was so unbelievably packed. Wow! But all of the stores—it's all shopping, right? All of the stores had twenty-minute lines to get inside because they were doing one in, one out.
1: That just doesn't make any sense. But at sense. Universal,
0: you could walk in any store you wanted. There was no limits on how many people were in a store.
1: And you're standing in a line already. You're standing in a line, <laughs> right? Directly next to all of these people that are going to either that are coming in your store. So what, it's, What's the it's difference? It's insane. And then, and I don't mean to turn this into like a mask talk but at schools in different i know the school has mask breaks yeah Uh, tell me how that makes sense (laughs) um how you have to wear. tell me
0: how much sense it makes that they're playing high school basketball in masks right now right
1: i know i don't want to get any of that i sent you Um, a picture of that i was just like i couldn't believe it i can't believe it no
0: but anyway so we actually went four days i didn't think we would go four days but we went those three, we took the weekend off and we went back on Monday because we didn't really have anything going on. We're like, we got paid tickets. Yeah, we went back on Monday. It was packed, and we just because um, Thursday we just did Islands of Adventure because her cousin they just got that one ticket to the one park because they asked. Oh, to, like, I got
1: you. I I saw that they came. That was nice. Yeah, that was fun. And uh, Dollingers, Dollinger's
0: came. came too. So we had a huge house that uh, we rented this huge house. It was super cheap, and we're like, eh. We got six bedrooms. Everybody fit pretty good? Oh, yeah, no problem. Yeah. So by the time we split it three ways, I think we paid like 300, 400 bucks for a six bedroom house with a pool.
1: I did see that on Super Bowl Sunday, while I was at work slaving away, um, you and Alex were reliving the uh, uh, Africa song. Oh, yeah. That we sang. It's a Patreon exclusive. Yeah, we were. Um, but I saw a Snapchat of you guys listening, at least. We did watch the Super Bowl. That should be
0: on our what we're watching. But
1: Well, I didn't, so... Oh, I did. It was, I started it, but I got it called into It was in work. a
0: fine Super Bowl, I guess. It was fine. It's just fun to watch a yeah, 43-year-old love- man just devastate everybody once I again. I know.
1: It's pretty incredible, isn't it? But I just saw some videos of him... <laughs> At the uh, parade that they had, but it was like a boat parade in Tampa. So um, they, you know, like after you win the Super Bowl, normally you just have a parade and they're on buses and stuff, but they did it on boats and they were riding around. And Tom Brady got absolutely rip-roaring drunk uh, during this parade. And there's been a bunch of videos of him where a guy was basically holding him and carrying him off to his car after they got off the boat because he could barely stand up. But when he was on the boat, he took the Lombardi trophy and threw it backwards to to another boat. And everybody, he was standing there, and everybody thought he was, like, joking around, going to toss this thing. No, he was not, and he tossed the whole trophy to another boat, and luckily they caught it. And I think he had a realization after it was in the air, like, oh, no. I may have done something (laughs) wrong here because as soon as he threw it, you see him like kind of crouch down, like, Oh, I hope somebody catches that. And of course, Rob Gronkowski's right there and he catches it with one hand and then they're waving it around. But that's incredible. Man, it was, yeah, that was fun, funny to see because you don't see an athlete like, at least I haven't seen an athlete like Tom Brady where he's normally very like professional and, yeah, like serious. Um you don't see him act like a kid. Yeah. And get super trashed and do goofy things, you know, and it was funny to see him do that, but
0: I bet he had some drinker's remorse.
1: I guarantee you <laughs> he did because it's just all over the internet right now of him being drunk.
0: Um yeah. Well, anyway. Um yeah, so I got this article we're running Decent on time, but yeah. we do have a lot of what we're watching. I don't know. What do you think? Should we save the article or talk
1: about it? No, let's get in the article and all we'll right. talk. Ab- I've got junk stuff for what I'm watching besides a couple things. Okay,
0: and mine can all be saved too. Um, I just thought this was interesting because being at Universal, yeah, I had recognized all these different IP that I didn't There's know that Universal either owned or had some agreement to. So I got like fascinated by... Like, we've talked about it a little bit before, but, like, these studios and, like, who owns what. Right. And what IP this one owns and that. And, anyway, so it started this by looking up, like, the biggest studios. And, mm-hmm. of course, you've got Disney. You've got NBC Universal. Yes. Um, which is, I believe, owned by Viacom. And then you have AT&T Time Warner. Yeah. Warner Brothers. And then you have Paramount, which is CBS Paramount. Um yeah. And I don't know if I'm forgetting another one. But anyway, I just... And then I started thinking about, like, I wonder what the most valuable entertainment franchises are. Mm-hmm. So I started looking it up, and I just found it surprising, so many of these things.
1: So... On the, what they were? Like, it was surprising at what was actually the most successful? Or, yeah,
0: it's surprising to me on what's successful. So we'll, we'll go. Do you want to go from, like, the top down, from, like, the most successful and then down? or uh, No, down let's
1: work, work our way up.
0: Um. No, I think we should go top
1: down. You do okay. So, like the number one most successful the n-
0: thing, no, most successful entertainment IP intellectual property franchise. Yeah. So
1: it's gotta be.
0: What's What's your thought?
1: Oh boy, let me think about this a minute. It's gotta be something like Harry Potter. And it's
0: worth an estimated hundred billion dollars. It based it's, off of merchandise, video games, box office, home entertainment. You know, all 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 facets.
1: Mm, I think it might be a Harry Potter or Star Wars type thing. I think it's Harry Potter.
0: Number one, Pokemon.
1: Oh, my gosh. Owned I would have never guessed that. They Nintendo. have one movie.
0: Uh, but think about... It's just
1: only video games. Merchandise. And merchandise. And cards.
0: Number one by far is merchandise. It's $76 billion. And then video games, then box office...
1: Oh then my gosh. strategy
0: guide books, and then jet aircraft sales. They must sell aircrafts.
1: Pokemon. Yeah,
0: I guess. <sighs> um, but you got to think about China and Japan and other
1: countries. Oh, my gosh. That just is incredible to me that Pokemon can be the number one.
0: Yeah. Number two. Oh, my god! You got to guess on number two? Mm-hmm. Estimated at $84.5 billion. So that's
1: the Harry Potter one.
0: Hello Kitty. What the...
1: F- are you kidding me? Yeah. I am way off on you this Yeah, You got to think of
0: Asia. Okay, so we get to number three. We'll get to, back to the U.S. of A.
1: Okay. Yeah, back
0: to the... Gri- the Walt Disney Company. Number three. Walt Disney's most successful franchise and then also the third most valuable franchise of all time.
1: Okay. Mickey, Winnie Mickey Mouse. the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh, huh? You know, that... That's still surprising. Because that, it's like can that be? It's a book. Retail and, and a sales, cartoon.
0: Almost $80 billion in retail merchandise sales.
1: But think about how long Winnie the Pooh's been around. I mean, they've been they've been pumping out Winnie the Pooh stuff for you know half a century, That's if not more. More valuable than, well, more more than, 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 half than a Star Wars.
0: More valuable than Harry Potter.
1: Winnie the Pooh.
0: Winnie the freaking number Pooh. four, another Disney one. Mickey Mouse and Friends.
1: Mickey Mouse I could see. Yep. That's, so I was getting ready to say Mickey Mouse when you said Winnie the Pooh. Because that, I, I can understand that.
0: Now, okay, we'll get to number five. Also, Disney. This is number five. This will be the first IP that's in your realm. Our realm of uh, existence, not Winnie the Pooh's and Mickey Mouses and stuff like that. So what's your thought on the most valuable of what is relevant Star for? Wars? It is Star Wars at yeah. number five. Worth an estimated sixty-eight point five billion. This is interesting to me because Disney bought Lucas Lucas for like film four billion dollars. Yeah. All right. Merchandise sales of forty-two billion, box offices of ten billion. Uh, home video 9 billion video games 5 billion book sales 1.8 billion tv revenue 280 million wow so we'll just keep going down this yeah, list yeah that's incredible number 6 another disney
1: well of course they bought everything they've disney literally bought everything princesses like is it an individual princess just says, or just it
0: just says disney princess actually
1: i don't agree with The way they rank that, then, because uh, it's
0: not all Disney Princess. I don't know what that means, but um, it's just it's retail sales of the Disney Prince. There's a retail line called Disney Princess. Oh, they sell clothes and dolls and stuff like that.
1: So this is only retail stuff that that's based off of. Then
0: no, they're based off everything, but Disney Princess is retail sales and home entertainment.
1: So that's multiple movies,
0: but it's just fourteen million on home entertainment. So they're talking about retail sales. Wow.
1: Uh, I, which makes sense like the disney princess line of stuff yeah is what every little girl and there's a gets. whole line. every little girl that has ever been born since a disney movie has come out gets disney princess stuff
0: yeah i mean um, number 7 never even heard of it it's from japan so i'm not even going to it's a manga series called tamagotchi and pan man
1: you've never heard of old pan man <laughs> It's a a classic. It's a Sunday afternoon classic, Old Pan Man. Uh, I guess. So it's My dad used to sit me down and say, Jerry, come (sighs) over here. It's time to get into the pan. Old and pan. Old Pan Man's on the tube.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so we got the next one. Uh, Number eight, back to Disney and back to your sphere of experience. Wait, wait,
1: wait. Have we left Disney?
0: And Pan Man. (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah. I forgot about Pan Man.
0: Uh, Is?
1: Say that again? My lack of experience? No.
0: In your realm of experience here, we're at number eight.
1: Is going to be Harry Potter.
0: It's going to be Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Oh, I forgot about Marvel. Uh, Man, Harry Potter hasn't made that much money is what I thought it (laughs) did.
0: Um, And then we go back down to number nine, and we're back to Nintendo here with?
1: Ooh, Zelda.
0: Mario. Oh, damn it. And then we round out the top 10. I, th- I believe that's 10. Uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. With... Star Trek. Finally, Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Harry Potter at number 10. Um, now we get into where I would normally stop this topic. Yeah. But it continues to be interesting. Uh, number 11,
1: Hasbro. A Hasbro character? Yeah. Like a s- one specific character? Yep. Um, I don't even know what Hasbro characters there are. Transformers. Oh. Oh, yeah, they were huge. Number eleven, number
0: twelve, we get back to Disney and Sony with Spider-Man. Spider-Man.
1: I would have definitely thought Spider-Man would be above Transformers, yeah. to be honest.
0: Number 13, we get to Batman DC. Okay. Uh number 14, Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Number 15, this one will blow your mind. Call of Duty. What? The video game franchise. $22.5 billion in video game sales. Holy cow. Yeah, Activision, Blizzard. That's amazing. Yep, and then we get to, I don't even know, I don't know where we are in numbers at, uh, 16, I think. Yeah. Uh, Barbie. You know,
1: I would have I put Barbie up higher. I would have thought Barbie would have been up close to 10 because it's been around for so long. It was huge, yeah. huge especially when we were kids back in the like 80s 80s and early 90s I mean Barbie was really
0: early 90s I think that jam. came well they did it says right here came out in 1987 so Yeah. Um, number 17 wherever we're at is uh Gundam
1: Oh Gundam Oh yeah. Gundam
0: style it's that one song It yeah that's right. worth 23 billion
1: Um Gundam is a big big animated uh, animated, animated show and they made a whole Gundam character in uh uh, japan that's like a life-size yeah gundam robot that moves around yeah. it's incredible
0: um next we're back to disney what do you think behind star wars and marvel and disney princesses and winnie the pooh and mickey what's the next most popular star <laughs> War- marvel franchise and at, at oh, 18 i think we're at or, oh, uh, marvel no, franchise No, at disney disney franchise
1: oh um behind marvel i'll give you one hit it's pixar um, it's a Pixar movie. Why am I blanking on this? I'm thinking of like Monsters Inc., but that's not it. It's uh
0: obviously Toy Story.
1: Oh, duh! Any I I wasn't team. even. I was like blanking out on it completely. But yeah, duh. Toy and then Story. at
0: 19, we go back to back, right back to Pixar at their second most successful franchise for Pixar. I
1: don't know Cars. It is. Yep. Man, they only had one good movie.
0: Uh, But think of the merchandise.
1: Well, they had a ton of merchandise. They still do. We have
0: tons of cars, crap, little cars, tracks, and all kinds of things.
1: Legit cars, cars like you drive around in the car. Yeah, like it's a little kid thing, but it's Lightning McQueen.
0: So we go to. I think it's twenty. I don't know if we're there or not. Twenty. We're gonna get out of all this Disney nonsense and into
1: a. a This is what blows me away: is that. Disney has the most profitable IP out of anyone in the world right now. Like, they are loaded with money. Yeah. It is insane. Yeah,
0: you're right. It is.
1: Like, we talk about, I, I understand Apple and, like, Amazon and them are on a different level of oh, companies. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I understand that. Those are trillion dollar but, companies. But when you talk about entertainment, there is nothing that can compete with Disney right now in the entertainment world
0: not as a whole suite of services
1: no like
0: of uh, the breadth of entertainment
1: but that's what i mean like if disney wanted to they could basically buy out anyone like compete with anyone on shows or whatever they wanted to do yeah you know how netflix goes to like uh you know like uh what are they called like movie where, where like indie movies are being played and stuff and they go and buy movies from people, and then play them on Netflix. Disney could go uh, in there and just buy out everything if they wanted to. Yeah,
0: but so could Apple or so could Amazon. And frankly, Netflix is a huge company in itself.
1: It is, but I don't think it's rivaling Disney at this point.
0: I don't know. I don't know about that. But
1: You think it is? They're huge. They're a huge company.
0: I mean, I don't think they're as big as Disney, but it's close probably.
1: We're talking about the... The biggest IP in the industry, and it's all almost Disney-owned.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. But think about it. Um, Most of that's Star Wars and Marvel. I mean, that's not true. Actually, there's more other stuff that I've said. Freaking
1: Winnie the Pooh.
0: Okay, but take away Pixar, Lucasfilm, and Marvel. But you can't take it away. They own it. But if you did, I would say that's the moves they made that were so successful. I know, I know. I mean, because th- if, they still, if they were still, they were still trading on Winnie the Pooh and Mickey Mouse, even though, granted, those are three and four. Most <laughs> accept- yeah. I'm saying
1: though, if that's all they had.
0: Yeah, before I mean, that, yeah. Well, we'll we'll keep going here. Number twenty, uh, Lord of the Rings. I knew Lord of the Rings was going to be in there somewhere. The I'm surprised. Estate.
1: I'm surprised we haven't heard anything about Star Trek.
0: We're not there yet. Okay. Uh, number twenty-one, Yu-Gi-Oh. Really? Uh, Yeah, they they sell $10 billion in trading cards.
1: It got really big in the 90s, like late 90s, early 2000s, Yu-Gi-Oh. Number 22, Peanuts. Wow.
0: Yep, owned by Sony Music Entertainment Japan.
1: Those poor kids.
0: Estimated $16 billion in retail sales and box office sales. Wow.
1: Charlie Um, Brown
0: killing it. Number 23, I think it was at. Dora the Explorer. Are you kidding me? Owned by Nickelodeon.
1: Dora the Explorer. They just had their it's, very first movie come out.
0: What makes the money? I think it's very clear, and that's when you start looking, is Children, retail
1: merchandise. And children's content, because well, you're that's selling fine, it.
0: But it's retail merchandise that's making all these billions. Not yes. movies, no, not it isn't. TV
1: shows, not yeah, No. It's, cl- it's clear that it's all retail sales.
0: Uh, number twenty four. That tells you the markup. Warcraft. That makes sense. Uh, number twenty five. The Simpsons. Number hmm. twenty six. The Lion King. Really? You know what leads the? I wave? would have
1: never assumed Lion King or any. You of know that what leads the there.
0: sale, or leads the Lion King in? Um, James Earl Jones. No. <laughs> what leads them in dollars, like earned? Posters. That. Uh, Broadway show, musical theater, 8.2 billion. I hear it's a very good show. They've made on musical theater. you believe that?
1: $8.2 billion? More
0: than box office sales by four times.
1: Holy crap.
0: Uh, Yeah. Uh, Number, I don't know where we're at, 26, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Um, And then we go to Dungeon Fighter Online, a computer game.
1: I have never even heard of that.
0: It is by 10 cent, which means it's Chinese. Um, 27 is The Avengers.
1: Okay. 28
0: yeah. is Pac-Man. <laughs> Jeez. $14 billion in video game sales. Unbelievable. Um, $1 billion in merchandise sales. Number... What am I at? 28? 20... 28. Looney
1: Tunes. Yeah. Again. That's what I'm talking retail about. Retail
0: sales. 29, SpongeBob SquarePants. 30 Power Rangers, 31 James Bond, 32 Frozen, way down there on that list.
1: Wow. Yeah, but I, you got to think about the amount of time it's been out. Yep,
0: that's true. It's so, only about since 2013.
1: Yeah. So in seven, eight years, uh, it's 30 on the list, but it's b- worth billions of dollars.
0: So are you still interested? Because I keep going. There's more interesting stuff down this list. I'll go faster. Okay. Uh, Space Invaders is next. Huh. Uh and then Sailor Moon, and then League of Legends, the
1: le- Oh, that's a internet game.
0: Yeah, and then the Nintendo Wii series of games.
1: Interesting. And then um, I would have, I would not have thought that was Fist a of
0: the North Star. We're going to skip over that Crossfire. We're going to skip over that.
1: Wait, Crossfire like the N-
0: not the board <laughs> game. <laughs> Um, Crossfire. After that, you got FIFA, the video game series. Okay. And then you got Final Fantasy video game series. And then you have... um, FIFA
1: is above Final Fantasy.
0: Yep. Wow. FIFA's big.
1: I mean, soccer, yeah, or football.
0: Uh, Grand Theft Auto after that. Yeah,
1: that makes sense. And then we're in video
0: game territory now. And then Street Fighter. Wow. Uh, um, And then Star Trek, finally.
1: Star Uh, Trek comes in at... Thirty something?
0: Yeah, ten billion dollars. Still nothing to sneeze at. Wow! Uh, and then uh, two Japanese things. So now, if you get into the five to ten billion dollar category, yeah, Superman, Honor of Kings, Thomas know. and Friends, really Candy Crush. So Candy Crush is worth almost as much money as the character
1: Superman. Oh my! Doesn't that blow your mind? Candy Crush, the app. The yeah. little game app, Candy Crush, stole the world and is as big as Superman. Yeah. Money-wise. Unbelievable. That's um, silly. That's, that's silliness. All right. Keep Why going. are people spending so much money <laughs> It's the on same. Candy Crush?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that. And then you go down a uh, Neon Gen- Genesis Evangelion, which is an anime series, Monster Strike, uh, I think that's another anime thing. Then Angry Birds. Angry Birds is big. And then Sesame Street. And then Despicable Me. So Angry Birds is worth more than Despicable Me.
1: <laughs> real, real quick, there's a comment from Dan Bennett that says, the big question of the night is, did you get the goat stitched on you yet, Chris Harford?
0: Uh, well, you'll never know.
1: Yet. Yet. So no,
0: I haven't got it because me and Jerry are getting it together as part of an anniversary um, special. We are? Yeah, like at our 150th or something.
1: Okay, deal.
0: Uh, then Ultra, then something else, and then Pirates of the Caribbean, Ben 10. I'm skipping ones I Ben don't 10's know. big. Sonic the Hedgehog, X-Men, finally way down this list. Uh, Jurassic Park and X-Men are worth about the same. Um, Clash of Clans, Paw Patrol. Worth $7 billion. Paw Patrol, wow. Uh, I have a lot of Paw Patrol merchandise. I, so. Yeah, we did too. Uh, big Bang Theory It's about worth as much, Paw Patrol. Well, uh, that's big. Both worth more than Halo, which is uh, at fi- $6.5 billion. Big but,
1: Bang Theory has, is worth more than Halo?
0: And worth more than the entire DCEU, DC Extended Universe. Yep. Wow. Um, at box office of $5 billion. Ice Age. After that, and then Twilight. And then Fast and Furious. And then Minecraft. Then
1: Phantom of the Opera. So uh, some big news here is that Disney just closed Blue Sky Animation, which made Ice Age and all that stuff. They closed the whole company down. It's not a thing anymore. Wow. A lot of people are up in arms about this because that's what they worried that Disney was going to do when they bought Fox. I Fox never was a big
0: fan of the Ice Age movies. No, all. I liked. Yeah, I liked Ice didn't Age. Like them.
1: That little fang tooth squirrel. The,
0: uh, uh, if we keep going down here, after Phantom of the Opera, we got Shrek, then The Sims. All right. And then we have the newest entry on the list to make it to the 5 billion plus category Fortnite, already over 5 billion. Wow. And then Friends. Fortnite beats Friends, huh? And then Mama Mia. Here I go again. <laughs> and then Mortal Kombat, and then Care Bears, and then Bob the Builder. Bob.
1: The freaking builder. Worth a $5, five billion, billion dollars. Dollar IP. I mean, do you um. want me
0: to keep going? Because there's lots of great ones going down even further.
1: No, I think we need to get into what we're watching. Okay.
0: But like all of those things are above. I'm just going to pick and choose. They're above. Um, what's on this list? Seinfeld, Assassin's Creed, Aladdin, Hunger Games, Mission Impossible, Legend like of Zelda, Madden. Gran Turismo, GI Joe.
1: I know, but think about this. I mean, that, it's still nothing to
0: Avatar.
1: Well, Avatar's got some things coming though. It does. It's gonna move up that list. Godzilla, Gojira, Gojira. Um, but either way, that's nothing to like frown upon. These are still billion-dollar companies or IPs. Like, they're making billions.
0: You want to know what the least? So this list ends at 2 billion. Okay. The last one on the list. Yeah. Guitar Hero. Really? And right above that, NBA Jam.
1: Oh my god. NBA
0: Jam and Guitar Hero are on the same level as The Incredibles and Men in Black.
1: Can you believe that? <laughs> Holy crap. Guitar <laughs> Hero was huge for a, quite a while. Um, but I would never have thought it would cusp a billion dollars yeah. and we're talking over 2 billion. Yeah. That's unreal. And NBA I know, Jam, I, I, I would have exactly, never thought NBA Jam. I don't know J. how up
0: to date this is because they got Jumanji on here and they got it as $2 billion. Um, but I feel like the, with the last two movies, it's probably bigger. It's probably bigger. Than yeah. That. So that's it. That's all we're going to talk about on that. I, I just thought it was fascinating and interesting. Um, yeah, that's
1: super interesting to see like what the world is consuming. Yeah. You know, like what the world and wants. The world
0: is, wants Pokemon, apparently.
1: Yeah, that was number billion. one. billion. It's the number 1 IP is Pokemon. Ugh. I've never been a Pokemon. I don't guy. get
0: it. I don't like it. I don't want anything to do with it. I played um, You got to catch Let's them all. Let's go Pikachu with Cash cuz when he had that game a couple years ago, I think. Yeah. He needed a lot of help with it.
1: And you know what I think boosted him recently is that Pokemon Go.
0: Yes, that was big, but Cash is obsessed well, I mean, I know with the uh, Sword and Shield, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield.
1: Oh, okay. I don't know. Grady, Grady Cash enjoys. absolutely it. loves Pokemon. And so does Grady and Grant. They have cards. We have literally like a binder where they've kept their cards and stuff and they've played some of the games. But um, it, it's just been constant ever since it's, it came it out. It never when, goes away. Yeah. When it came out like when, when I was a kid, basically. And it's just been constant ever since. And
0: they're constantly making new games. And, you know, I. From what I can tell, the games are interesting enough. I guess. I mean, I've played them a little bit. I mean, they're not my cup of tea, but no. they are kind of like kid-like RPGs.
1: They are. Which is... And what is still really rim, big you know? is the is the Game Boy games that they had. Yeah. Like people were obsessed with those Game Boy games, and they are worth a lot of money now. Like, if you have, like, the red and the yellow and, like... Different games, like those are worth a lot of money yeah. if you can find the originals. And that's insane to me that it's still so prevalent. Right. But then again, I mean in our lifetime, so is like Superman and Batman and all that stuff. It's they're just worth a lot less money. They are, and that's what's insane. They've been around so much longer, and yet Pokemon is worth like 20 billion dollars more
0: 100 billion dollars more basically that's the thing is like i don't care about pokemon and it's worth 100 billion dollars but i care about indiana jones and it's only worth two billion dollars yeah. <laughs> yeah that's nuts it's it's interesting anyway so we can do with some what we're watching um go yep. ahead get started or i can well i am gonna aggravate you aggravate me
1: yes. do it because i've been consuming so much like reality type <sighs> tv It is. I have one
0: on my list that is reality TV. It's ruining
1: my life, and here's why. I got the the Discovery, uh, streaming platform. What's it called? Discovery. I
0: bet it's Discovery Plus. I think it is because they all are Plus. Plus. Well, Discovery. Because now I got Paramount Plus because CBS is going away. Oh, it is. CBS All Access is becoming Paramount Plus.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Well, so the Discovery app now, the streaming service, has like, you know, Discovery Channel, travel channel, food, like all of those specific type channels that I watched on uh, direct TV. Yeah, on satellite. All of that crap that I watched is all on this app now. So and it's four ninety nine, you know, it's commercial free, whatever like that's it's pretty just, cheap. Yeah, you can watch whatever you want for four ninety nine. And I loved the show's deadliest catch and gold rush. And I haven't been able to watch them in like the last three or four years really at all. Cause I got rid of uh, satellite and when I even had satellite, I kind of got out of it cause I was just doing other things. But now since I have this app, I could go back and watch anything I wanted any season, you know, and catch up on all of it. And that's what I started doing. And it's ridiculous. It's, mind numbing at times. Like just last night, uh, I watched two different things, but I started watching a a documentary series of this murderer. Um, and then I like finished a couple episodes of that and I was like, I better, I better watch gold rush. I'm on season 11 now. So I better catch up on that. Got to see what Parker Schnabel's doing. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. They're just gold mining, and but they they dramatize it up so much. Oh, yeah. you know, like so. With I've all never stuff. seen
0: really either of those shows. I've seen Deadliest Catch a Gosh, little bit. I never was it. a fan of that show, but I know a lot of people that really like Gold Rush.
1: How could you not like Deadliest Catch, man?
0: Deadliest Catch. That about is the
1: crabs. That is more realistic, I think, than what gold rush is i love gold rush but i deadliest catch is you're only on these boats you can't dramatize it too much like these people are legitimately getting hurt it's yeah. legitimately like incredibly Super dangerous, I think dangerous. It is the
0: most dangerous occupation
1: yes yes crab fishing in the bering sea is the is the deadliest like occupation you could have you know what it's i the think most is dangerous. like and
0: number two is sure. farming and you know why
1: no suicides idea. what yeah well, that's awfully sad. Yeah. Womp, <laughs> womp, Yeah, <laughs> wah, wah, wah. yeah. I had farm accidents, which are quite um, common. But. Yeah, so I've been watching those two shows a lot. And then um, last night I was watching, I stumbled upon uh, some Anthony Bourdain shows. They've got no reservations and another show that was only out for two seasons called The Layover. And it's just where he was traveling around to different cities. It's like uh, a spotlight on a city and it, he just gives you like a tour of the city, basically, like hot spots to go and good food and entertainment. he's and stuff. so
0: entertaining what a what a what I, a loss.
1: I was texting David Sedentop last night about that like i've never been more upset about a celebrity or like a, a personality you know than him, like when he died, and then now going back and watching it, like the guy. W- could write. He, like was he just, wrote all of the all of the monologue stuff yeah. and all of the narration he that he had just in those so shows.
0: Good at what he did. He wrote he that was stuff. So compelling.
1: And he was real in the fact that he had such a terrible addiction uh for a while and he beat that and then he starts going on these shows, but still like he was an alcoholic and then but was big into heroin and other drugs. And he got away from all that stuff, but then he could go on these shows and still drink and it didn't really affect him until until it did. Yeah. You know, and it was is the ultimate demise of him, you know, and, and it was a lot like we issues. talked about
0: the movie Flight last week. It's a lot like that, except at the end of that when Denzel has the realization that he has to fess up and go to jail. Yes. Basically because otherwise it's just continuing to ruin his life because he
1: has right. no control over it. Exactly. And, man, it's just a really sad thing to think because the guy was really an incredible human being, you know, and he was just very good at just what he did. Just very
0: good at what he does and a very entertaining person and yes. very smart in his presentations.
1: And real. Like he, There was no fluff or, like, you know, he wasn't hiding behind a curtain and he wasn't, like pandering to an audience he was literally just giving you his point of view whether you liked it or not like kind of brash and just said what he said and if he thought this was stupid like why why would you eat that or why would you go here that's dumb and you, you didn't know, like,
0: always agree with him but it was no. very much the mentality of like that's
1: fine 100% that's what i mean like a, a lot of things that he said about certain stuff i was like well i don't know i kind of like that and he thought it was dumb but he would also talk about things that most people like, and it like elaborate on them to a point where it just like built things up. And the way he spoke, the way he wrote, it's just really good. I His think, books that he's written are incredible.
0: I think people like people when people can speak passionately, yeah, about and and compellingly about topics that maybe to other people would be mundane or uninteresting, right, and.
1: And he can elevate that to a point where you are like, I mean, in a way, it's kind
0: of what we we try to do. And I'm not saying that we're successful in any means, but like to talk success, you know, passionately about these things that a lot of people would think are irrelevant. Yeah. And try to make you understand your point of view.
1: Absolutely. It like opens the door to conversation and it opens uh, a world that somebody may not have gotten into before. But then when you hear someone else talk about it the way they do and the way they've lived their life in this passion, which is like culinary arts for him really and travel. Um, But just being able to learn about these things from a man that is that passionate about it is like kind of refreshing, you know, it's like refreshing to hear about the struggle and uh, like uh, coming up in an industry like that, but then seeing it on the other side of where it can be so great. Like you can get something that is relatively cheap, like go to a little hole in the wall diner and, you know, they are taking food or drink or whatever it is very seriously. It may not look it on the outside, but when you get in there, it's a whole experience well, and but what opening I, that up to you.
0: But I, what I like specifically is that if you were to go to that place without having heard him, You might think, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's fine." Yeah, you know, it's not going to blow your mind, right? But then, when you listen to him speak passionately about it, you're able to appreciate it from a different angle. You're you're able to appreciate it from his perspective, which knows more than you, for sure. And it changes how you experience that thing. Yeah. So when you go the next time and experience that same thing. All of a sudden, now it's elevated. It is. And it isn't just hype. You know, I guess to a certain degree, you know, people are affected by hype, but it's the reality of now you're coming at it with a broader understanding,
1: a a much better understanding of what they're doing.
0: You know, other people's opinions of it. And that colors your experience.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. So I, I
0: think that's interesting.
1: It's just so enjoyable to watch his shows, even though I've seen the majority of them over and over again. Yeah. That is something I can go back to that just, it like makes me smile to watch and hear him speak, you know? Yeah. And it was really fun. That's what I was watching last night.
0: Um. So that's funny. Cause I have, as much as you know that I hate reality, I have been watching one show.
1: I would like to know what that is. I finished it
0: actually. Um, It is a show that I've expressed before that I've really enjoyed. Season two came out. It is blown away. Oh, yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: So I've been watching that as well.
0: uh, I love that show, um, even though it can be at times dramatically, over dramatically edited.
1: It does really surprise me that you enjoy this so much.
0: But it's pretty straightforward. And that's what I like about it. It's pretty much videos of people making the art and then showing you the art at the end. Yeah. And I enjoy it. Season two, I didn't think was quite as good as season one. Agreed. But however, I mean, just as far as the quality, I thought of the actual art pieces at the end. But I still really enjoyed it. I love watching what these people can create. Um, I like the guy who won it. I won't give the spoilers away. I'm upset and also relieved that there's another guy who's a main candidate. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought the ending was good. I didn't fully agree with it 100%, but Okay. Um, there's one guy on there. I don't know how far you've gone, but Oh, there's I one guy. I, oh, oh, okay. There's one guy on there that's a really artsy fartsy like professor and like thinks he's better than everybody.
1: In every episode he'd be like, "Oh, I taught I taught him." Yeah, this he's taught infuriating. Him this. Yeah.
0: But he makes some cool stuff. But
1: I mean, he's good at what he does.
0: He, he's good at what he does. I I think should I say a spoiler? Yeah, I think he probably should have been in the finale. Yes, I don't know that he should have won. I'm kind of happy to see him go out. Oh, because I am he's so glad that he did. But that that girl was clearly not as good as him.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So, I mean, whatever. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's a fun show.
0: I liked the guy who won. I liked his installation at the end where he had the screws going through the pedestals. Right. That was really cool. And hers was just kind of meh.
1: Yeah, it was boring compared to what he put. I out. would
0: have liked to see what that really hardcore guy would have made.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. Compared to what when he the did girl like did. the
0: the plastic wrapped iceberg.
1: What was that girl's name? I don't remember. was it Sarah?
0: No. No. Elliot's the guy that won, right? Yeah.
1: But He's I couldn't cool. remember the girl's
0: name.
1: Um all of it's really fun to watch. And it is a that's like a an art that seems overly difficult to me. Yeah. Like, it does. So incredibly difficult that you can't just, you can't just like stumble into that, right? You know, a lot lot of people are like just strangely musically talented and don't really have to practice, or can all of a sudden just draw really well. This seems like so much physical work and punishing. Yeah, that you you got to be into that. Like you've got to be trained. You've got to work at it. You've got to get really good at it. It's not something that comes overnight. So I kind of appreciate what they do. Even the people that aren't, that you say like, eh, she's, it was just kind of boring. It's like, she just made that out of molten glass and shaped it all and didn't break it. And, you know, that's my thing is like, they keep it at the end of this rod and can blow it and move it and reheat it and move it over here. It's like, it's harder than even doing that with metal. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it's. You have blacksmiths, and you think, like, wow, like, how did they create that piece? Well, they just hammered some hot steel. And I'm not downplaying it. That's really hard, too. But glass, it's like, this yes. is ridiculous to me that they can do this. Yeah. People can really do that. It's, co- it's cool. Yeah. I like that show.
0: I agree. So I've been watching that. Um, one that I forgot to mention when I was talking about Universal um, at Universal Studios, they have a show called The Born. Spectacular or something like that. It's a Jason Bourne stunt show. Okay. So they do this at uh, Hollywood Studios with Indiana Jones. Like, it's a live stunt show. But at Universal, it's a little bit different. Um, It's incredible. It's one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. Really? It's a live stunt show, but that's in front of this unbelievably state-of-the-art moving LED back screens, So the entire back of the wow. theater is made up of like 80,000 LED TV screens that are constantly. So if the guy Jeez. is the guys on the stage walking and he's on some kind of a treadmill. Yeah. The background behind him is moving and it makes gives him the motion of walking and then they're sliding in set pieces of buildings. Oh, that's cool. In front of it that match up with the video perfectly that he's jumping over. And then people on the screen are shooting at them, and there's bullets coming. And it's wow. unbelievable. Unbelievable. One of the coolest things I've ever seen. I wish I would have brought it up when I brought up the Universal stuff. It's almost worth... No, it is worth going to that park for a day if you're in Florida.
1: Just to see that.
0: Just to see that, really. Okay. It's worth the $100 or yeah. whatever it costs to go there for the day. It's so cool. So that there was that. Um, with that... Um, universal theme in mind me and cash have a long list of universal move properties that we're tackling now all okay. the jurassic parks et mm-hmm. um kong we watched kong skull island we watched jurassic world both of them and then jurassic park so i'm not going
1: to go in depth on those but um that's been a lot of fun that's what i need to, need to revisit. watch uh, skull island with grady because he's really i never about seen this. that movie i haven't i haven't seen it it's great is it really? i liked it a lot so I need to watch it because and Samuel L Jackson's. In it. Grady would love it because he's so pumped about this Godzilla vs Kong movie that's coming out. So we should definitely watch that as like to tide him over cuz it's not coming out till like the end of May. So Yeah. Uh he's got some time yet. What else you got on your list? I got a couple things. So I've got one more thing and then a a big one that I I don't know if you've caught up on it. Have you caught up on uh, WandaVision. Yeah.
0: So I want to just talk about that real briefly because we'll spend too much time on it. We will. Um, I am watching WandaVision. I am caught up on WandaVision. It has went from meh to one of the favorite things I've ever watched.
1: I am so glad you said that because yes, it has after the, I mean, the third episode kind of started to transition, but the fourth one blew it out of the water. That it was insane. The fifth one, I don't think was as good as the fourth, but it's still, it's opening up so much more story, I, and so much more. It's just like giving you a little bit at a time. And at some point it's a little bit infuriating, but what they do give you in these little 23 minute shows is unbelievable. The, the writing for this. Is I hope just it never ends. I hope world. the
0: reason they're doing short episodes is because it can just run all year. Yeah. But <laughs> it's not. But I hope it doesn't end at 10 episodes. I, I really don't even know can't. how many
1: episodes they're going to do. I haven't looked it up.
0: I'm not going to be able to handle it if they stop at 10.
1: But th- this what I don't know if people understand is that this one show is opening up everything. The, the whole Marvel
0: universe is, is for phase open. four. Yes.
1: It's being opened. It's tying. It's going to tie into everything.
0: And it's so well done.
1: And there's a. There's going to be some more like big reveals in this show later. I don't know what or who, but I think they're bringing in other people from different movies.
0: I'm just so blown away about how incredible the acting is. Yeah. Because Elizabeth Olsen at Elizabeth one
1: time me.
0: play a superhero type or villain, whatever you don't know, type character. And then at the, and the next moment, she's playing an 80s, 60s, 50s sitcom character to a T perfectly.
1: At the same time, I mean, she's literally switching between two within the same scene.
0: And Paul Bettany has this. Paul
1: Bettany is blowing me out. He like,
0: has this like uh, malaise of almost like sadness then, then that's then interrupted with like his chipper yes, humor. Yes, yes. It's incredible.
1: And every once in a while, he looks at the camera and it's like, do you know? Like, do you know what's going on? And you, He knows like, now. He knows now. But And that scene where he was starting to get angry with Wanda, I loved that. Yeah. I loved that where he was just like, I can't handle this anymore. And it wasn't that he was so angry with her. He was angry with the point that I don't know who I am or where I've been or what's going on, and I need you to explain this to me, and you are not giving me anything. And he just was, like, so frustrated with it How at that, that one point.
0: How about that? Horrific, like quick take onto like ghost vision. Where?
1: What do you talk about?
0: The shit's starting to go sideways. I think this is in episode three or four, three I think. And she looks over at him. Oh, and he's and got he's, the his he's head gray. pulled out, and he's all gray. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I just that's and it startles
1: her. Yeah. I Th- think
0: this movie is so incredible, and I love the back cast, uh, the real world cast of uh, Ramp Monica Ramp Monica Rambo. No. Yes.
1: Monica Mon- Rambeau.
0: Yep. Um, Monica Rambeau and then uh, the guy, the FBI agent. Jimmy, Jimmy Woo. Yes, Jimmy so, Woo. And then Kat Dennings, right? Yes. Um, all of them, fantastic.
1: The biggest payoff to me, and like the really awesome thing that Marvel is doing is these small little callbacks to certain things in different movies, right? And the funniest thing to me is that the very first scene that you see Jimmy Woo... In he walks up and he flips a card out of his hand doing a magic trick. Ant-Man taught him that magic trick in the first movie because he does it. Paul Rudd does it in front of him. And he's like, Oh man, he's like, Hey, can you can you teach me that? In the very first Ant-Man movie, and then the opening scene that he's in, he does that card trick. And I think that is the coolest thing. Yeah, that they're tying in these little this throwaway scenes. But if you didn't know about it, the only reason I caught it is because uh, of a YouTube video that I watched. Like, I watched these YouTube videos of Easter eggs and stuff, and a guy pointed it out in that. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I didn't catch it, but I think these things are awesome that they're yeah. doing. There's so many things. And then in the fourth uh, episode when everybody, like Monica and everybody, is brought back from the snap. You know, like when Hulk snapped his fingers and brought everybody back. You pick it up from that moment. Monica's brought back from being gone. And she has to realize that it's three years later. Her mom's passed away. And that's, it's unbelievable. The writing of the show is unbelievable. It's
0: a great, great show. And it's unfortunate that it started. Not, okay. For me, I, in retrospect, I love the way it started. I love it. But at All the right. time, but it, was it frustrating. lost so many people in the process that I feel like that aren't going to get to experience this show now at the level it's going to be at. I know that that's unfortunate. And, and then you know, Quicksilver back in the mix, and, and people and don't. It's not the Quicksilver from the MCU. It's the Quicksilver exact, from the X Men series. Right? Come on. It's, yeah. It's and crazy. He was,
1: he was playing like an Uncle Jesse character yep, from. He was when yeah. he came in, like. It's it's crazy what they're doing. And yeah, the Quicksilver thing, there's gonna be more to that. I know oh, there's sure. gonna be because of what they're doing. But I love
0: the show. I'm 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 super pumped about
1: this show. I'm glad you finally watched those episodes because when I might I had watch already it tonight
0: seen, because I'm that into it. I, I think I'm gonna
1: watch it tonight. I know. I w- had watched four and then you were gone and I watched f- or no, you hadn't left yet, but five came out and or no, five came out last Friday, so you were already gone. But either way. Four was already out. We couldn't talk about it on the last episode, and it was so frustrating because I was like, man, there's just so much I want to to tell you. I
0: I liked five a lot more than four even.
1: Did you? Yeah. I liked four better. I
0: I like when the story advances, and I feel like they're going to start picking up that pace.
1: Oh, yeah. Every episode. But there's so much,
0: like literally so much more to talk about with the show. We could get in-depth on theories and fan theories and this and that because, you know, at the outset, it looks like Scarlet Witch has created all of this, and she's the villain here. But we don't actually know how much she's aware of.
1: No, I think there's more controlling. There's
0: more it. to it. I don't think she's even
1: because then they've talked about
0: Agatha. Clearly, Hartness. she didn't know what was going on at the beginning. No, but she's come to realize it now. And then she and the
1: argument with her and Vision, she, I, where I think, she kept saying like I don't know what you're saying. Like I I didn't do this. Yeah. Like at first you. At first I believed that she was just lying to him, but then after a while I was like, man, maybe she really doesn't know.
0: I think she didn't know. She realized it and then decided that this was better.
1: Yeah. Well, because she does come out of the dome yeah. and, you know, and it was really cool to see um it, it's similar to Magneto. Well, in the comic books like Magneto's her dad. Right. And I don't know if they're doing that here. They probably won't, but it was cool. She did like a similar thing to Magneto in the movies, in the X-Men movies where he takes control of all their guns and turns them on them, you know, and she does the same thing with those FBI agents and stuff. She immediately like turns their guns on one guy just to show like, stop, like you have no control over this and leave me alone. And I think that's awesome.
0: Yeah, it's great. I love it. Um, so much more. Uh, two more movies and another show I've been watching. But I think we're out of time.
1: Uh, yeah. Yep. We basically are. I saw one documentary called The Confession Killer on Netflix. It's wild. People are crazy.
0: Um. So yeah, we'll talk about more of that next week. There's two movies I watched. I watched uh, that downhill movie with Will Ferrell and the Julie Louis Dreyfus. You're.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Did you watch that?
1: No. It didn't look appealing
0: to me. And then me. I watched... Uh, Looked a, too serious at points. Mo- eh, no, it's a comedy. Um, and then I watched a show, a movie on Netflix that I've been wanting to watch for a while, never watched it, with Jimmy Woo. Oh, Always yeah. Always Be My Maybe.
1: Oh, yeah. I've never seen that, but I've heard it was very good.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it uh, next week. And then I started okay. a new show, The Expanse.
1: I need to get into I started the first season of that a while ago, and I've seen five or six episodes, but I haven't continued yet.
0: It's got my attention. Okay. I'll, I'll say that. So, um, yeah, I yeah, think that's, that's really it great. for this week. Um, we'll cool. pick this up again next week. And, guys, make sure to like, and guys and gals. Yes. Like, but more importantly, share. Share this video. This episode. I will pin it to the top of our Facebook page, as always. Uh, For Snarf Talk this week, I've been Chris. I am Jerry. See ya.